Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Okay, and welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American patriots. All right, what are we talking about this evening, Susan? Well, we're going to start the show with a prayer because we need God's help badly. We will continue to review the 16 positions that the Pentagon will exempt from the hiring freeze that we've started on the previous show. It's very important. Uh, Then the ups and downs for the week. What's up with our schools? Because we didn't get to it. Did you know this? And medical madness, if we get to it. Yeah, I do so like playing cleanup. I always batted cleanup when I was a when I was a baseball. What does that mean? Fourth in fourth in the rotation. So the fourth batter. That's called cleanup because if everybody gets a base hit, there should be a person on each base, and your job is to come in and take them home. Ah. So, you know, I was a home run hitter, so I, that was my spot. Every time with the bat, it was over the fence. Well, and that had to do with the coach placing you, right? It had to do with leadership. There was no coach. Oh, we that's were, right. You guys were just... We were in charge of baseball by ourselves. Yes, we were. We played it constantly. It, not just during the season, either. Like, that's all right. The time. And, you know, before all the... You're, and you're, you're absolutely correct. People do not realize, because, of course, three generations we behind us... Before there were all these clubs and the, the ma- soccer moms had to run around and bring all their kids, parents just let their kids go out and play, and we organized ourselves. Right. We had our own baseball teams, our own football teams, our own basketball teams, and but it, in the neighborhood. And it, 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 it's vested interest. Whoever the captains are picking the teams, they know who they're getting. They I mean, we know each other. We're friends. We hang out all the time. We play baseball all the time. So, you know, they know who the, who does what. That It settles itself out. I didn't have to fight to be cleaned up. I didn't care where they put me in the batting order. But you'd be stupid not to put me in cleanup. It just it, so it always just went that way. You know, there weren't a lot of arguments. I was the best fielder, so I was a center fielder. That was that. 
But we figured it out ourselves without anybody, right. nobody, no organization. We organized. We were organic. Actually, I played every every single part, every position I played in baseball at one point or another. Because if you're short, you got to have a catcher. Okay, you want to catch? Okay, I'll catch. You know, you do realize also that with the, you know the kids in the neighborhood playing with each other and, and that didn't sound right. Organizing, you know, what they were going to play that day. They were, like at my house, we had the volleyball court, we had the base, the basketball court. Then we played stickball in the street. Oh no, we weren't allowed to be in the yard. I had to go to the schoolyard to play. No, 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 no. Everything was done in my house. <laughs> oh no, there was no. I told you there was absolutely no adult supervision whatsoever. My house and the house across the street had like the biggest yards in the neighborhood, so that's where we all played. And but then, you know, right across, right across the street from where I lived, literally a tenth of a block over, was the schoolyard. So it's right in our, it's right on our block, and it's only, you know, it's a, it was about a hundred yards away from the house. Right, we didn't have for that. us, not for everybody, no, but for me, and, and we didn't have that. So everything was done at my house or in front of my house. Well, it'd be hard <laughs> to play baseball at your house. I just. No, we played stickball in the street. Yeah, I like playing stickball. Stickball's different. I, I like that for... You only need two people to play stickball. That's what I like about it. Yeah, and then there was a vacant lot next to my neighbor's house. Oh, that would have been a, days, a baseball diamond right there. No, we would, that have, was, we would have turned that into one. That was football. No, football was there. It, football is the secondary sport. <laughs> Baseball's the first sport. Oh, and by the way, we didn't need... Uh, what's the name of that thing? The the That's allowing women to play in men's sports. Uh, what's it called? I don't know. We didn't have any women playing in our sports. We did. No, we didn't allow that. We had yeah. plenty of boys. We didn't need girls. We didn't hang we out had, with them. That was boys and girls for everything in my neighborhood. I know, not us. We were we were very uh, segregated. The boys played with the boys. The girls title played with the girls. Title IX. Well, yeah, Title IX. And what what they found out with Title IX is that there isn't a whole lot of females that want to do sports. And when we and so up, what happens is they had to cut it. the men's sports because there weren't enough women's sports, enough women in sports, so they had to cut the men's sports, and usually wrestling goes first. Uh, but, see, all it's done is hurt men. It's hurt men being able to get a sports scholarship that want the sports scholarship but can't have it because women don't want it and they don't have enough women. Anyway, we're supposed to be doing a prayer. We went down a rabbit hole again. Well, you, you led me there. <laughs> Um, I don't think we start with a prayer because there isn't one. Yes, there is. Oh, I'm kidding. Oh my goodness, you're going to make me read all this? This isn't a prayer, it's a book. <clears throat> all right, this is for Reverend Jacob Duchesne's first prayer in Congress, September the 7th, 1774, from the foundationforum.com. I've, I've, uh, I'm familiar with this prayer. You had to know. Being a U.S. history guy, we had to, the first, always, you always grab this. In fact, I think I have that somewhere on my hard drive. I do. Oh, that's it. Well, it's on yours, it's on mine. 1774. Yeah. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, who dost from thy throne behold all the dwellers upon earth and reignest with power supreme and uncontrolled over all kingdoms, empires, and governments. Look down in mercy, we beseech thee, upon these our American states who have fled to thee from the rod of the oppressor and thrown themselves upon the gracious protection, desiring henceforth to be dependent only on thee. To thee they have appealed for thy righteousness of their cause. To thee do they look up for that continence and support 
which thou alone canst give. Take them, therefore, Heavenly Father, under thy nurturing care. Give them wisdom and counsel, valor in the field. Wow! Period. Defeat the malicious designs of our cruel adversaries, convince them of the unrighteousness of their cause, and if they persist in their sanguinary purposes, oh, let the voice of thy unerring justice sounding in their hearts constrain them to drop the weapons of war from their innerved hands in the day of battle. Amen. I want that prayer to go out to uh, my president, Donald J. Trump, and his cabinet. You know, all these people that are fighting these progs, Brian. It, it's <laughs> you I have told you to, what I told you this was going to be crazy. Yeah, but you know what? You have to have the fortitude, and you have to have the people around you to have the fortitude to stick up for what. Right. I mean that you can't back down. Nobody wants to be put through this process. I know. So, you know, it's I, horrible. And that's why, and it's made it's made it's completely political. The and the left has made it that way. The Democrats have made it that way. They will not let anybody through that isn't what well, shouldn't be a Democrat if they have an R after their name. They want everyone to be acceptable by them, and the only ones acceptable by them are people like them, crazy progs. So what you get is, well, it's just a circus, but. The Republicans always let their things through. They make a show of it, and then they always let them through. And then the Democrats, when the Republicans are in charge, they filibuster and don't let them through. Yeah, hopefully we'll get to what that's You know, over time, about. you could see how they took over the country, right? Because every time it was, they took more power. Every time. Every time. And explain to me why old McDonald put back the clause for filibustering nominees. That was taken out by Droopy Dog when he was in charge of the Senate. Immediately become, becoming the majority leader in the Senate, Old McDonald put the rule back in, which which means that they can filibuster their judicial nominees. Now, why in God's name would you do that? Unless you're on the same side. It's just circus and bread. It's amazing. It's amazing it took me this it took me so long to figure it out too. You know what they say, e- e- denial. You don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, you really don't want to know. And then when you find out you're like, "Oh, this mm-hmm. is really didn't need to hear this." I know. That's the same when I'm learning about history. All right. Uh 16 positions that the Pentagon will exempt from the hiring freeze. From military.com. And you did start this article, but we're going to ha- we have to start from the beginning again. I only think I did uh, not even the first paragraph. I think you did the first and second, but... The Pentagon will exempt 16 categories of civilian jobs with direct national security and public safety responsibilities from the federal government hiring freeze instituted by President Donald Trump, Deputy Defense Secretary Robert Wark... Work. Is it Wark or Work? It's Work. Is it? Wrote on Wednesday in a memorandum. I've never heard of him before. Work broadly defined the jobs that could be filled during the 90-day hiring freeze, which does not include uniformed military personnel, instituted January the 23rd by Trump in an executive memorandum. The Pentagon will continue filling jobs that directly support ongoing contingency operations and deployments, most of them in the cybersecurity and firefighting and law enforcement, he wrote. Okay, now look at these two words. The one word is broad. 
he's going to have broad definitions of these people he's not he's going to hire. Work broadly defines the jobs. Right, broadly. Well, he just did. Yeah. Cybersecurity, firefighting, and law enforcement. And notice it was an executive memorandum, not an executive order. It was not a memorandum. The memorandum is different than an order. No, what is it? An executive order is nothing but a memorandum. That's what. It, that's like all it. it's intended to be. Nothing more than that. It's not supposed to affect the American people one nope. way or the other. He doesn't get to be king. Yeah, king of the executive branch, sure, but that's it. And of course, everything in the executive branch that they use, all the bureaucracies are unconstitutional. So, yeah, uh, it's 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 hard to unravel how how to how to respond constitutionally to all this stuff because. There is no way to do it because it doesn't exist in the Constitution. Therefore, there's no there's no provision to do anything about it because it doesn't exist, which means the laws don't exist, which means we don't have to follow them. They're void. But, of course, we, the people, have to get to that point so that we, the people, can get people in our government that understand that until we can take our state back. Once Once we do that, we stand up together as a state against the national government and all its unconstitutional laws, regulations, whatever they want to call them. I have I have bad news for everybody. Everyone thinks regulations isn't the same as a law. Well, it is. All regulations are found where? In, in statutory law. In federal statutory law. All the rules for the Senate and the House and all that stuff that they, they make up themselves... Yeah, those are just rules, right? Oh, it's in the in statutory law. No, it's law. They don't tell you how the government really works. But if you want to find out where all the rules and stuff are, it's in statute. It's in the U.S. Code. You just look it up in the U.S. Code. It, you can find out everything you want to know about how the House is run, how the Senate's run, etc. But that's law. It's not. It's not just a rule or a regulation. All rules and all regulations are law. But they, see, they use other words. It makes you feel good. It makes you not go, what? <laughs> what did he say? You know, when you're not paying attention to the news and suddenly they say something like, what was that? Uh, yeah, we don't <laughs> want that. All right, so where were we on this executive memorandum? Works memo also states, hiring can continue for civilian jobs at Navy shipyards and military depots responsible for inventory management and equipment maintenance. Those are essential personnel. Additional positions within the department can be exempted from the hiring freeze if officials can demonstrate to work, quote, compelling reasons that justify, end quote, that they are necessary to ensure national security or public safety, he wrote in the memorandum. Work indicated the Pentagon supported Trump's temporary hiring freeze last year. Work implemented a smaller-scale temporary hiring freeze on the department, which officials said led to the elimination of some then-vacant positions. Wait, wait he has mandated the Defense Department shrink its headquarters staff by 25% by 2020. Okay, so he, he eliminated positions that weren't even filled anyway. Right. <laughs> so he, he just eliminated them. See, nobody oh, lost their job. Oh, just, my God. They just didn't hire anybody. But it was vacant anyway. How long has it been vacant? Oh, about 10 years now. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. We, we swear it is a ghost that sits in that chair somewhere. <laughs> and he's essential. He's, he's, he's essential. He's, he's, he's 
he's lived here. He's he, he's did more than his twenty years. <laughs> he's living life. <laughs> that, I can see that now. Uh, in heaven, there's a bureaucracy, and they got all these bureaucrats with balls and chains on them uh, to, to stuck behind a desk all day. Well, I guess that would be heaven. That would be hell, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. My heaven hit their hell. Uh, Just a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, to compelling reason. Work indicated the Pentagon supported Trump's temporary hiring freeze last year. He did a smaller scale one. This is an opportunity for the department to assess its most critical missions and requirements, ensuring that the civilian component of our force is assigned and capable of executing our highest priority work while at the same time. I don't know what, what to do there. Is that his name or were they using the word work? I know. His name is work. And I'm sitting there going, highest priority work. work, work is that a new sentence? Work. <laughs> while at the same time gaining full value from every taxpayer dollar we spend on defense work, wrote, every action we take as a team will be designed to ensure that we are ready to fight today and in the future. It was not immediately clear Thursday how many positions within the Department of Defense were vacant or how many vacant positions could be exempted under work's order, said a senior defense official who spoke on condition of anonymity to provide details about the order. Okay, so they have no clue who's working See, there. See, in one minute who... it's, a wor- it's an order. Next minute it's a memorandum. Thank you. Because, that was my because point. Of, because it's the same thing. It's nothing but an interdepartmental memorandum. And that's all it's ever intended to be. You make all the arguments, all these past presidents using all of these executive orders, all these executive orders to do what? That's the difference. Thank you. You can't use executive orders to take a bypass legislative branch like Obama did. Uh, he's still, by the way, he could still be prosecuted for crimes committed while he's in office. I wish somebody would do that. He didn't try to... He didn't try to uh, give himself a pardon on the way out we're, we're, we were wondering if he was going to try that yep i'm here by pr- pardon myself for everything that i've ever done <laughs> Jeez. uh I, I think he thought hitler was going to be president and he was going to get pardoned by her pardon her and then she She's would pardon, pardon him, him. yeah <laughs> Someone's left out of the party pardon pool right now, huh, Obama? So they I don't have, have to call Caesar anymore because he's not in charge of anything. So it says they don't know how many were vacant and how many They vacant, don't know anything, it seems. And, and how many vacant positions vac- are necessary, are, essentially, are essential vacancies. <laughs> but they're vacant. I, want, I wanted to make that argument. No, this is an essential vacancy. Like I said, the ghost lives there. He's a ghost guy. Where he said his check, I don't know. <laughs> this is exactly what every bureaucracy is going to try to do. No, they're not, because he didn't give exemptions to every bureaucracy, only the military. Right, but what they're going to do is they're going to prove. No, they're going to try no, to prove the that memorandum. This is no, it only. Af- no, he only exempted the military and something else. All right, was it? All the other branches. No, exceptions. Again. What are you going to make the argument? This is an essential empty seat. That's what they're doing. I don't know. You know, who was it? The was at the Republican uh, convention that was talking to an empty chair. 
Yeah. Clint Eastwood. I know. Just so you can see. <laughs> there was a guy in the empty chair, right? That's the, that's the essential vacancy. Oh, man. We, we are just finding out the tip of the iceberg of how bad everything was. Aren't we? Oh, we're nowhere near all of the stuff he, he's going to tell us that he's learned since he's become president. Oh, there's much more to be had. It's it's going to be uh, quite a quite an interesting ride. I'm so glad he won. I, instead of being it's angry all the time, I'm laughing all the time. I just these people are going crazy. They you know, they can't take it. Do you know how many callers to talk radio, conservative talk radio, are saying the same thing? They feel like something's been lifted off of their shoulders, and they're smiling all the time now. A lot. Most of us conservatives are loving the left going completely insane. Uh huh. Except when they're burning, you know, our shops and our cars and our limos. That's not too fun. I just don't understand why the water cannons aren't turned on them. There was a couple of places where I they know were. a couple of places. Every place, water cannons, rubber bullets, tear gas, flashbangs, whatever, disperse the crowd. You're allowed to. No, I have nothing against the other side getting together and having a protest or a march, about, but they're not allowed to violate private property. They're not allowed to damage private property. They're not allowed to, without permission, be on public on private property. Once that happens, it's time for the police to take control. That's it. Not give them a safe zone like the idiot in Baltimore. Well, they do. You know, the- not only if that would only happen. Because, and this is going to sound horrible, because she's a black woman. One, because she was black, she 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 feels the pain of their brothers in the, in the ghetto. Uh, and uh, she probably isn't, like, qualified to do the job, but got actually voted for because she was black. Because what kind of idiot is in public office? How could they be... How can they be qualified for public office if their answer to a mob destroying public property is, we're going to let you do whatever you want in this in this area right here. You can do whatever, burn it, burn it, do whatever, shoot each other. We don't care. That didn't work out to her, for her too well after the news went national, now did it? She ended up resigning over it. You know, don't put stupid people in charge and you won't get stupid people in charge. Good luck with that one. Again, prejudice causes that. They're prejudiced against white people. So a white guy runs, a black woman runs. They go, I'm, I'm voting for the black woman. Screw him. I vote for a white boy. Okay, great. So did you get the most qualified person for the job? Probably not. Just like when white business owners used to do that. Sooner or later, it straightens itself out because they lose business. They lose money. And eventually, they have to go out of business. They... Some black entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit person will go, oh, really? We can't eat in your restaurant? I'm going to open a restaurant just for black folk. And if he's smart, it won't just be for black folk because, again, he's turning away business to white business. And sooner or later, they, they'd end up realizing that, and it would just go away. Or, again, the idiots that don't adapt, well, you got a business. But now the federal government got involved. Nothing, nothing has happened organically. Everything's been doing. 
it's amazing. Like, just the minute we were about to put an end to this nonsense of racial this and divide, it was happening. It was already happening in the real in the real world. That's when the government got involved. After the fact, no, the Civil Rights Act didn't do anything. It was already happening. And what it did, actually, it, it reversed it. It stopped it. It turned it around because suddenly now minorities get special treatment. Oh, that pisses off white people, you bet. So you're discriminating against white people. They, they you see, the, and it's just they just keep it going. We had a black president. You all elected a black president. Twice. A black, I don't know why you're. You were that foolish, but you did twice. And yet we have the worst racial divide in in history. Yeah. You explain that to me. That's what happens when you put someone who's unqualified up in the Oval Office just because of his skin color. And the only reason he wasn't impeached, they had skin color. The only reason he wasn't assassinated, skin color. They knew what they were doing. Soros knew what he, who, what he, what he wanted. I mean, he took on nobody. But the only thing he had going for him, he's a black guy. And he speaks good. He's not even full black. Well, they consider any of it black. If you look at all brown, you're black. You know, that's the way it is. Uh, so, yeah, he's Mickey Mouse, but he looks like Mickey Mouse, too. Black and white, big ears. Yep. Yeah. I'm just saying. You called him that for years, that and Caesar. <laughs> well, I called him Caesar because he behaves like Caesar. Well, he did, yeah. And now he can't shut his pie hole. Yeah, in some ways he's, <laughs> he's still trying to do it. He's trying to save his legacy by making stuff up to say to you. Just saying, we did this. We did that. We did this. No, you didn't. You did nothing. Yeah, he did. He tried to completely destroy oh, the contract. And all the Democrats now are always going to end everything they say with, we're but better than that. This is not America. That's not, that's not who we are. Those kind of statements you can't debate. Those are called debate enders. When you take debate, they teach you that. Those kinds of statements, you can't refute them. It's done. That's why they use them. It's like, what are you going to say? What do you mean? What do you mean we're not that bad? We are that bad. <laughs> no, but when they're talking about what do you, know, you mean? What do you mean, un-American? I, I, okay, then I'm un-American. I want because I I want that. No, that's not what you say to them. You say I am American because I want that. No, I'm trying to point out that would be the only debate you could do. You'd have to say we're better than that. No, we're not. Yeah. See. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. You're stuck. Well, especially when they're talking about the refugees. They doing it with everything, but I'm I now say, Schumer's doing it. I mean, they start saying that with the refugees. That's not who we are. Uh, damn right we are. Our founding fathers turned those boats back, baby. Again, but nobody wants to be. That's not who we are. Yes, we are, because it's a, we're not that bad. And you're going to say yes, we are. See, you can't win that one. So you kind of the, the way I deal with it is you cut that out. You just forget they ever said that. They just deal with the rest of the crap they said to debate that. And don't be, don't you don't even touch the whole word. We're not that's not American. Uh, that's not who we are. Blah 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 blah. Just let that go. Just push it away and go back to the facts and just let let him hit him with the facts because you're not going to be able to do anything with that phrase that isn't going to screw you up. Just ignore it. Anyway, we're going to go to a break. Show Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned. Cause we'll be right back.
The path to restoring our republic was laid down by our founding fathers. The principles of freedom, liberty, personal responsibility, and limited government are conservative ideals we will never abandon. America is listening. Grassroots. Common sense. Conservative talk radio. It's on the internet. Tune in now. Red State Talk Radio. Featuring some of the most popular internet talk show hosts in America today. Are you listening? RedStateTalkRadio.com Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194 That's 800-917-2194 If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? 
Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, hour half of one. Back to Mr. Work, who is discussing work with Mr. Work. It's just weird trying to have to read this. I never, I'm never actually sure whether it's, they're using work as the verb or work as the as the uh, his name, the proper noun. I do. The officials said work intentionally left the definitions of the jobs broad, but managers in charge of hiring for those positions must be able to justify their decisions. Additionally, the officials said, managers have been instructed to use the hiring freeze exemption, quote-unquote, sparingly, and in a manner that is consistent with the president's objectives of shrinking the federal workforce. There's nothing federal about it. There going to really have to look at the functions of the positions to ensure they are absolutely necessary to meet the national security or the public safety responsibility, the senior defense official said. We're going to really need to look directly at the duties associated with that position, and officials are going to have to look at alternative ways to meet the department's needs with that position to demonstrate that there's no alternative to f- filling that position for national security or public safety. Work defined the 16 exempted jobs as follows. Positions directly supporting the execution of contingency missions and operations, scheduled military operations, and deployments and security cooperation exercises or training. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Positions require for cybersecurity and cyberspace operations or planning. Positions required for space operations or planning. But it just keeps going, don't it? Positions required for execution of cyber intelligence life cycle operations, planning or support thereof. They're writing a life cycle? What what the heck? Look, none of this makes sense to me. What is space? What kind of space? What cyberspace? Space? Cyberspace. The one that they said planning space. Where, for mm-hmm. space operations? Or for yeah. Work? Oh, that would be uh, that would be NASA. That's what I said, and you said no. No, that would be NASA. But when they say cyberspace, that's not space. Space. That's 
That's the internet. It's well, the reason I was confused is because it shouldn't it be capitalized? Shouldn't space be capitalized? I don't know. I don't care. And I didn't think that NASA was military. Um, we we they aren't, but they are. But anyway, um, they're don't. I thought NASA was dismantled. No, NASA. Remember, they had to tell us all about the wondrous things the Muslims did for us throughout the centuries. I'm still waiting to hear one thing. I NASA came back and told Bob. It, Oh, man, there's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it's worse than nothing. It's negative nothing. <sighs> you don't want to, we don't want to talk about the history of Muslims. No. <laughs> and so they didn't notice. Not a word. Not a word. Suddenly they're back to space. It's like, uh, uh, well, if you don't want us to tell the world what what pieces of crap Muslims are, you're going to have to fund us for space missions. Isn't that kind of what happened? Suddenly they were back in the space business and not the ambassador to Islam. Why would you make NASA the ambassador or anything? I'm sorry, I'm just dumb. Um, positions where I did that, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what the life cycle operation is. It sounds like <laughs> something you sit on in the, you know, in the gym or something. I know, it's a life right? cycle. <laughs> To the extent necessary to maintain capability to ensure a medically ready force. Positions directly providing inpatient care in Department of Defense medical treatment facilities and providing acute and emergency outpatient care in Department of Defense medical and dental facilities. Additionally, positions involving communicable disease prevention and similar public health activities. Why is our military in the job of public health? I don't know. I don't know either. But they're not. This isn't public health. This is they're, they're, these are military people that they're, they're going to be dentists for and inpatient care and outpatient care and hospitals. Right, have, and public health. And pu- similar public health activities, not public health. Additionally, positions involving communicable disease prevention and similar public health activities. Yeah. Okay, but you have to justify it. You're not, you didn't hear work constantly say, use it sparingly, and you must justify it. That, that means you got Trump's got to go, yay or nay. <laughs> no. Well, his bureaucrats are going to do it. Yeah, if, if he's hired the right people, <laughs> which he usually does, or else they get fired. Uh, really, why would you bother me with this? It's just a petty thing. Go forth. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of the matter. <laughs> Look, I'm Heads sorry. We'll roll. This is exactly what Brian would do. Okay, just so everybody knows out there. I'm not sure, but I think I'd be much worse than Donald Trump. I have no sympathy for bureaucrats. They're all illegally sucking out our tax dollars for a job that's they're not supposed to be doing. That's not supposed to exist. Again. The, only the legislative branch can make law, and no branch can give to another branch the their power. power without amending the Constitution. Therefore, even if Congress has power over X, Y, and Z, and there's a lot they don't, uh, even if they do constitute it, I, I just 
oh, it's just such a mess up there. It, it, <laughs> I, I feel bad for Donald Trump because he inherited a serious mess. They want they talk about Obama. Uh-uh. Forget about it. GW made sure he got a hug and a you know reach around and a tap on his shoulder, whatever, and uh, and actually brought him in. Made sure made sure it was smooth for them. Made sure that the transition went easy and well. What that's what Obama has said they were going to do. And what did I say on air after I read? He said what he was going to do. He's going to run away and not do a damn thing. No, he's going to do the opposite. Because that's I've learned Obama speak. He says this; it means the opposite. I'm going to ensure a transition, you know, smooth and make just like the Bushes did for us. And next thing you know, uh oh, they changed their mind, and now Obama is in community organizer mode. He's back to being a lowly community organizer, and he can't stand it. But he won't be because these people are going to give him interviews like forever. That they're, they're working together. That's what the mis- That's how the misinformation and propaganda reaches you. Everything Obama has said is a lie. Everything. I almost every almost everything came out of his mouth was a lie. Every time I said he means the opposite, it's sure enough he meant the opposite. That's Obama speak. I'm not going to do this. That means I am going to do this. I am going to do this. That means I'm not going to do this. Understand? Like, I'm not going to use executive orders to help illegal aliens because that's wrong. It's unconstitutional. It's not American. It's not our system. It's just not the way it works. In a speech to Hispanic people. Months later, suddenly, well, told it by executive order seems just fine. Because if Congress won't give me what I want, then I'm going to go around Congress. See, he doesn't understand. That's not how the government's supposed to work. He's not supposed to. He's not supposed to have an agenda. In, in, in the constitutional government, he's not. He doesn't get an agenda. He's the president. The only thing he has the power over is vetoing or or passing, signing into law things already passed by Congress. But he doesn't like that job. It's too boring. It's not. It's not flashy. It's not hip. <laughs> well. Then you shouldn't have taken the job. And everyone's going, oh, no, Trump, Trump's doing all these executive orders. He's, bad. He's worse than Obama. No. He's using executive orders the only proper way at this point to they f- can be. To, to fix things. To get rid of all the other executive orders yep. that are unconstitutional. And he's got a long way to go and decades worth of uh, research for his people before he'll be done writing executive orders to undo executive orders that have happened for over 100 years. All right. Obviously, first responder, firefighter, and law enforcement positions. Positions necessary to carry out or enforce treaties or other international obligations. Wait, wait. I don't wait. want any. Impl- I don't want any obligation. What? Where does our military talk about treaties? When? It just said treaties. In support of treaties. Oh no. Here it comes. Another three to six inches of snow. Thank you, Al Gore, for some more global warming. I swear, I wish I wish global warming was, was real. 
I'd be outside get, getting a tan right now. This is going to keep happening until I do that. I just, I just don't understand. Why, why is our there military... Are, there are firefighters and obviously ambulance and stuff on base, on all bases, and the hospitals on base, all bases. Uh, so, yes, there are... In fact, they had a special place on our base where the fire, the firemen, that's what I call them, used to train. You know, they'd rush into burning buildings and stuff. And they'd actually set things on fire. They yeah, did that on Long Island, too, in the, in the fire academy. They have a fire academy. But that is for, that's civilian stuff. Why is it? It why is not. We... No, it is not. You're wrong. Firefighters are not civilian. They are a, a, a military position. They are a military force. We don't rely on civilians for stuff like that. At least not when I was in the military. And I, and I was a long time ago. I have no idea what's happened. I know it's turned into ridiculous land. But uh, why would you, you... The law enforcement they're talking about would be air patrol. Like you have the MPs. Well, we have APs. That's air patrol. Uh, those are the for, enforcement on in the military on bases and off, by the way. They will come and break up a fight in town and throw you backside in the in the clinker but there are a bunch of civilian jobs in all military bases that are very lucrative they pay much better than they pay us to do that's the what job. i'm saying these are all civilian positions no these aren't yeah they, all these are 16 civilian positions that he is exempting that was the title of the article right military military first Responder, firefighter. I told you, firefighter is a military, I don't, I don't know what you call it, military position, specialty. Like yeah. I was avionic navigation spe- system specialist. There'll be uh, structural fire and integrity system specialists. But they're civilians. No, they're not. They're, they're, These are the 16 positions, Susan, civilian positions. No, no, military. The military has to get rid of. Not necessarily civilians. Uh, but it, if they have civilians as firefighters and law enforcement, I'd like to know about it because why? Why is the military providing for their own firefighting and enforcement position? It makes no sense. All of these positions are civilian positions, every single one of them. There's 16 of them. They're all civilian. If you go to the top, of the, it, you go to the, top of the article, that's what it's called. I'll bring the article up itself. The beginning, the They couldn't headline. have privatized that. They That's just, did. You know All how much these. money the civilians of anything make over uh, over people that are in the military? They did. It's these disgusting. Are, these are all 16 civilian well, positions. You don't need them if you make it an MOS again, huh? But that's what I'm. That's why I'm questioning all this. I'm like, well, why are these all civilians? I don't, I don't know that they're all civilians. This is the Department of Defense. They weren't clear that these are all civilians. No, it did. It says these are 16 civilian positions. All right. We're done now, okay? You've said it four times. Once you repeat yourself more than once, I've heard enough. Okay, because the military is exempt. You're so doing they... it again. You're repeating what you already said. Okay. These are all civilian positions, all of them. Oh, really? Yep. What, what civilians enforce treaties? I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I won't well, No, that's the question. Why don't you have the answers? Because Journalism. It... Who, what, when, where, why, and how? These positions were already there, and they're going to have to... Why are they already there? Why? Because they weren't. I just told you, in the 80s, when I was in the Air Force... They weren't. We had... Wow, you're just not going to let me finish the sentence like in real life, huh? (laughs) Really? Do you know there's special uniform pants for firefighters in the military? Now, if you have to wear special uniform pants to be a firefighter, 
That doesn't sound civilian to me. It doesn't, because it isn't. Otherwise, they wouldn't need special uniforms for people fighting fires, because they're civilians. No, I'm telling you, their uniforms can't have any polyester in them. That's why they have a special firefighter ACU that is cotton, all cotton. Same with the BDUs. When they started using nylon, they had to keep a full cotton one for firefighting. Why? Because, well, nylon melts. It sticks to you. It's not good. It's horrible. It'll, it'll kill you. Um, I learned that when I was in the, well, when I was a volunteer fireman. Positions providing operational support to the President of the United States, the Secretary of Defense, or the Chairman Joint Chiefs of Staff. Positions providing child care to the children of military personnel. Uh, that's a good no. That's a good one. Yeah, that, uh, uh, what do you want them? You want an MOS child care? <laughs> oh, I don't want to pay people to get be in the military for child care. I mean, if you have to, but if you don't, why? Positions at the installation level providing direct support to the prevention of child abuse, sexual assault, domestic violence, and suicide, and providing direct support to those affected. Somebody explain to me what's going on there. I, I Thank you. This sounds like the Department of Health and Human Services. Thank you. Exactly. They have this on base? Yeah, they do. This, that's ridiculous. Oh, no. What did you do to my mug? You lost the screw. My mug is falling apart. She lost the screw to the handle. It's my stainless steel extra wide bottom mugs. I love these things because they're super stable. You use them. I got turned out these when I was in ships because you have you can't have things that tip over because the ship's constantly going rocking back and forth. I know he finds these really cool things. Pentagon outlines civilian jobs exempt from Trump hiring freeze. I got this from military. Okay, but what I want to know is why are they civilian jobs? I know that they are. They are all civilian right, jobs. Right, but what did I just say? Who, what, what, why don't I know why they're civilian Nobody's jobs? telling you. I've because there's to... no more damn journalists in the world. <laughs> but yeah, they have civilian firefighters and civilian law enforcement. And yet they have special pants and uniforms for firefighters in the military. So it's telling me... See, look. That's telling me we have civilians to firefight and military people fighting fire. Why would you need... Both. Why would you civilians and members of the service doing firefighting? It's one or the other, right? Why would you need them both? Here, okay, here's here's a, underneath this um, picture. In a September 2016 file photo, a firefighter waits for the order to begin training on a simulated aircraft fire at Joint Base Emmendolf Richardson, Alaska. First responder, firefighter, and law enforcement positions are among those held by DOD civilians that have been ruled exempt from the government hiring freeze. I don't there understand. There you but have it. No, you haven't. Why? They don't say why. I've looked well, at journalism, three. I just said, all those had to be answered. Now, you got to answer all of them or you, you didn't do a good job. Somewhere the information's out there. Why? Once upon a time, there were not civilian firefighters on military bases. Well, now there are. Why? Once upon a time, there were no civilian enforcement on military bases. And now there are. Why? Or is this erroneous and there are no civilian law enforcement and firefighters on bases? I'm I'm not sure if it says it in here. I think it does also because I looked at a couple of different sites. But it says the Pentagon, which employs some 755,000 civilians has grown its civilian workforce by some 100,000 employees in the years since the 9-11 terrorist attacks. 
Well, time to reverse course. See, there you have it. That's what's going on. And again, uh, no, no, that, that uh, is not why. No, what is why is why do they have these civilian positions? I understand certain technical jobs uh, that can be filled by, which were when I was in the Air Force, filled by civilians. Sure, why not? Uh, but fire essential things like law enforcement and law enforcement civilians are going to be over members of the service. They're going to have authority over the members. Of the, they're not in the military. I know. You see the problem here? It doesn't I do. work. That's what the a, that's what the uh, MP, AP, etc. That every branch has military police. That's what they're for. Why well, you don't hire civilians? For I one know. thing, uh, civilians aren't as disciplined as military ever. Not ever. No, you heard me. Not ever. No, even well, mm, real military. I don't know what's happening <laughs> in the military that, right? right now because it's a pretty whacked out place. I mean, that's you know we're talking about the Wild West. They have people get getting sex changes and uh, homosexuals moving in together. It's not my military. <laughs> I just thought any kind of military I was in. I know. I got to tell you, and things were pretty bad when I was in the Air Force, but this is absolutely ridiculous. I would have went. I would have just went AWOL if it was this bad. Actually, I wouldn't have signed up in the first place. But and I guess it's probably a good thing that they didn't. Uh, they didn't let me back in as I volunteered to go over there after nine eleven and kick some butt in Afghanistan. They said no. I've been injured too many times. I'm like, what do you mean? I, why is it this hard to get to sign up to get shot at? <laughs> what the hell do you care? Just, just put me out there, give me a gun, and point me in the right direction. That's, that's all. <laughs> Unlike the song uh, by Toby Keith, I, I know I'm signing up to get shot at. I want to go kill some Muslims. Let's go. <laughs> at the time, I was in. Uh, I was in the I was in uh, New York City EMS too, and I think I think I was I in the academy at that time. Yeah, I must have been. Cause I don't remember. I must have been because I was try, I was trying to get uh, one of the other guys were going to go down and join up with me. Mm. But for some reason, when they wouldn't take me, he didn't want to go. I said, "What is that? What do I have to do with the situation? Go kill yourself, some ragheads." Uh, I, I don't think they liked my attitude towards Muslims. What do you think? You racist bastard. The military's become that politically correct. That's how oh, stupid it see, is. See, you didn't correct me. What? Being a Muslim isn't a race. <laughs> well, I know that, but I wasn't going to step on your joke. <laughs> no, people believe it is. Though. They do. That's why they're saying discrimination. Because they're thinking that Muslims is a race. It's, no, it's not. Uh, you know, Arabs are race, not Muslim. I don't trust Arabs because most Arabs are Muslim. So I'd have to ask the question, you're Muslim? No. Okay, then. <laughs> I have nothing against Arabs, just Muslim Arabs. I have something against Muslim Americans, too. Don't get me wrong. All right, more positions. Uh... At the installation level, providing direct support to the prevention of child abuse, sexual assault, domestic violence, and suicide, and providing direct support to those affected. 
I gotta go to break. Sam Crawford Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. When was the last time you read the Constitution or reviewed the Bill of Rights? When was the last time you read them to your children? These documents, the foundation of this great nation, are not documents to be ignored. They are to be embraced. So sit down and read them to your children. And a tool you can use to do this is a little book called The Citizen's Rulebook. To receive a copy, call 602-258-6406. It only costs a dollar and can mean the difference in your children's understanding of the country they live in. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because we've always had kind of a private notion of children. Your kid is yours and totally your responsibility. We haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. Once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households, then we start making better investments. Drifted on a bayou down Louisiana way, you watched the cold fog drifting over San Francisco Bay. Have you heard a Bob White calling in the Carolina Pines, or heard the bellow of a diesel at the Appalachia Mines? Does the call of the Niagara thrill you when you hear her waters roar? You look with awe and wonder at her Massachusetts shore where Men who braved a hard new world first stepped on Plymouth Rock. Do you think of them when you stroll along a New York City dock? Have you seen a snowflake drifting in the Rockies way up high? Have you seen the sun come blazing down from the bright Nevada sky? You hail to the Columbia as you rise into the sea, or are you headed at Gettysburg, or struggle to be free? Have you seen the mighty Tetons who watched the eagle soar? Have you seen the Mississippi roll along Missouri's shore? Have you felt a chill at Michigan when on a winter's day her waters rage along the shore in thunderous display? Does the word aloha make you warm? Do you stare in disbelief when you see the surf come roaring in at Guayamea Reef? From Alaska's cold to the Everglades, from the Rio Grande to Maine, my heart cries out, my pulse runs fast, 
the mind of her domain. You ask me why I love her? I have a million reasons why. My beautiful America, beneath God's wide, wide sky. Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 in all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. Welcome back to the Cooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. We're still on this article. You haven't even gotten to the ups and downs yet. <laughs> but, the, but think about this. What you just said before the break was that they didn't have any of these civilian positions in when you were in the military. And these are the positions they still want to keep. Well, they need to... Purge. They need to get some more <laughs> volunteer military. Uh, but then again, the whole military has to be reworked to make be constitutional anyway. But that's another story. Certainly wouldn't be having this problem. These are what they're deeming essential. Positions required for nuclear reactor and nuclear weapon safety and security and nuclear command control and communications. Additionally, positions required for biological select agent safety and security. Those are essential, but I don't know why they have to be civilian. Thank you. Positions, performing mortuary affairs, activities, and other directly related services necessary to properly care for the fallen and their families. Really? Why isn't Again, this... why can't it be military? The VA... The VA... Uh, what do you call it? Don't say the VA. The VA is not good at anything. <laughs> no, not the VA. The... Um, oh, God. I forgot the name of it. But anyway, you're right. Why? Why isn't this not military? Why are we giving over, like they just said, security of our nuclear weapons to a civilian? I don't know. I didn't write the article. Why would we? I, I just don't get it. These are all good positions for MOSs to learn something and go and get a job on the outside. And instead... What you, do, what you do is hire civilians for the job. I think that's dumb, frankly, because that you're giving over control. Military should never give over control of anything willingly because you have to be in control of everything to properly come up with a strategic plan and goal for whatever you're trying to do. You can't do that if you have civilians that you can't count on or 
the positions could one day just be eliminated because, oh, like I would eliminate them because you need to hire some people and train them to do that job. Uh, You've got six years. (laughs) At which time there will be no civilians. But uh, probably should be four years or three years. Three years would be better. Yeah, I get three years. Because I'm, let's say I'm still president then, so I can actually make that happen. If you go past what your term is, there's no guarantee you can you can enforce that because you're no longer going to be president if you don't win the election and go eight years. So everything really three years because the last, you spent a year campaigning. So he's got three years to get everything done. Positions required to be filled by a foreign national employee. Why would we need a foreign national employee? What is specifically, why would I need a foreign national to do anything? That makes no sense. What's so special about foreign nationals? Positions in shipyards and depots in which positions incumbents perform direct management of inventory and direct maintenance of equipment. That is essential. Positions funded by foreign military sales. Again, that should be not be civilian. Civilian mariners in military sea lift command. Civilian mariners are supposed to be in the, uh, what the heck's the name of that? The Merchant Marines. That's civilian. What's this military sea lift command? And what's a civilian mariner? I'm just curious because I spent most of my life on the water before moving to the mountains. I'm just curious, what makes a civilian a mariner? <clears throat> Positions that are vacant can also be filled if a person was hired for the job prior to January 22nd and confirmed to start working before February 22nd, the official said. Instituting the hiring freeze, which also forbids federal agencies from hiring contractors to work in vacant positions, was among Trump's first actions as president. It was meant to protect American taxpayers and halt runaway growth within federal government according to the White House. According to me. The Pentagon, which employs some 755,000 civilians, has grown its civilian workforce by some 100,000 employees in the years since the 9-11 terrorist attack. The freeze will remain in place for three months while the Office of Management and Budget creates a long-term plan to reduce the size of the federal government's workforce through attrition, Trump's memorandum states. Some members of Congress have been critical of Trump's hiring freeze, especially on its potential impact at the Pentagon and the Department of Veteran Affairs. Well, you know, if Obama didn't steal $300 billion from the, vet, from the VA, maybe it would be such a mess. Oh, yes, he did it to prop up Obamacare, the Unaffordable Care Act. Representative Adam Smith, Democrat Washington, earlier this week, called the hiring freeze a boneheaded ideological attack on the function of our government and expressed concerns it could degrade military readiness. Smith is the top demon creator of the House Armed Services Committee. This is why you don't, as military, you don't rely on civilian anything. It's an unknown quotient. You you just don't do it. Civilians don't have military discipline. But I know this military doesn't have military discipline either, so I don't know what the heck I'm even talking about. It's like talking about the Constitution. I'm so silly. That's such an old thing. Oh, oh, jeez. 
Now you want to talk about spirit of the law? Come on. Anyway, uh, Smith is the top Democrat, huh? Representative Vicki Hartzler, Republican, Missouri. On Wednesday, authored a letter to Trump urging him to exempt defense officials working on acquisitions. The letter was signed by 18 other House Republicans. Their work directly impacts our military's ability to modernize its equipment and keep its technological edge against a broad range of threats, Hartzler, who is the chairwoman of the Armed Services Oversight and Investigation Subcommittee. I love it. How did someone I don't even know, I never even heard of her name, how does she get to be in charge of anything? Just saying. Our government's so messed up. There's, well, you know, Snafu, Bohica, and so many other things. Hurry up and wait. He's he's not going to affect military readiness. As a matter of fact, I'm willing to bet when he gets done with the budget, military is going to get more money and more funding. But he wants these civilian jobs pared down. He wants the military to step up and do the work. There's no reason to pay civilians. You pay civilians far in advance what you pay military personnel to do the same job. And you have direct control over training, and you have direct control over over the work because you're in charge of them. Yeah, and I know. Sergeants in charge of G8s and all this kind of nonsense. Uh, It doesn't work out well because they, they don't, they don't do well with military discipline and military. There is no saying something nice to you in the military. It's like, do it. That's the military. Military, it should be. Not the military, it is. Where, uh, could you please run five laps for me, soldier? Oh, no, I've got a pink card. I don't feel like running today. Do you need a safe zone? Oh, yes. Could you please provide me a safe zone? Thank you. What kind of military is that? My lord, how the heck are we going to win anything? Good question, Brian. Okay, the ups and downs for the week. Down. From the S. Oceana Press. The government on Saturday suspended enforcement of President Donald Trump's refugee and immigration ban and scurried to appeal a judge's order, plunging the new administration into a crisis that has challenged Trump's authority and the ability to fulfill campaign promises. The stand-down a day after federal judge in Washington state temporarily blocked the ban marked an extraordinary setback for the White House just one week after Trump acted on his own to suspend America's refugee program and halt immigration to the U.S. from seven Muslim-majority countries that the U.S. says raise terrorism concerns. Just so you know, the government does no power over immigration at all, and so, really, who cares? But the judge is wrong. He's the head of the executive branch. He's He's allowed to take any control of any of his people in the executive branch and tell them and direct them on how to do their duties. And this would include, we're not taking any more refugees from... Muslim countries. It's just stupid. 
As the White House worked to reinstate the ban, Trump mocked U.S. District Judge James Robart, appointed by President George W. Bush, who is a prog, as a quote-unquote so-called judge, whose quote-unquote ridiculous ruling will be overturned. Trump's direct attack recalled his diatribes during the campaign against a federal judge of Mexican heritage, who was overseeing a Trump University case. Justice Department lawyers could be called upon to answer for his words as the travel ban case reaches the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Oh no, not the Ninth Circus. The order had caused unending confusion. I just wanted to know where, on Article 362, tell me where federal courts have any jurisdiction over this. Show me where it says, a suit between an, from a citizen... And the national government. Good luck with that. Again, the federal judiciary's jurisdiction is Article 3, Section 2. The order had caused unending confusion for many foreigners trying to reach the United States, prompted protests across the United States. And no, that was, didn't prompt it. Just Soros had him waiting to go and led to a series of court challenges. The State Department on Friday said as many as 60,000 foreigners from Iraq, Syria, Iran, Sudan, Libya, Somalia, or Yemen had their visas canceled. The department reversed course Saturday, saying they could travel to the U.S. if they had a valid visa. Well, they but they got rid of the visa. They canceled them, so they don't have a valid visa. The Homeland Security Department no longer was directing airlines to prevent visa holders affected by Trump's order from boarding U.S.-bound planes. The agency said it had suspended any and all actions related to putting in place Trump's order, which the White House argued was intended to protect the homeland. The Justice Department was expected to ask the Ninth Circus to set aside Rob Roberts, <coughs> or Roberts, Make up your mind. Over there it's spelled Robart. Now it's Robert. Robert's ruling so the ban could go back into effect. Trump already made it clear that he thought Robart's action... Okay. I'm sorry, but this is very unprofessional. Over there it's Robert, and over there it's Robart. And then it's Robart again. I just Make up your mind. The opinion of this so-called judge, which essentially takes law enforcement away from our country, is ridiculous and will be overturned, Trump tweeted. When a country is no longer able to say who can and who cannot come in and out, especially for reasons of safety and security, big trouble. You know, foreigners, even from Muslim countries, are in agreement with what Trump's doing. Yep. They, they say your country has to decide who, who they want to let in and who they don't want to let in to their sovereign nation. That's just their right. Did you see all those, the pictures that I showed you of those useful idiot lawyers? Free lawyers for you! Yeah. They weren't lawyers. They were millennial useful idiots. They were too young to have gone to law school. They had pamphlets to hand out and sign names to take so that they take that information and they give it to an attorney. But all these attorneys are going to do this for free for people that aren't even citizens of this United States. I am infuriated. Because they're progs and they hate the United States of America. I cannot believe I'm living in this country. You are. This is a nightmare. And again, but where are you going to go? There's no place better. 
that's sad, but that's it. We're stuck because this is as good as it gets in the world. That's the that's the problem. We're not leading by example anymore. We're he- heading in the wrong direction, and everybody knows it because they've all been there. These third world countries and crap. They've all been under totalitarian rule. They all dealt with communism. They all dealt. Nothing. None of it ever worked ever. Just like that idiot, the uh, last show we were doing, she was calling for a coup against Trump. Does she even know what a coup is? Yeah, what it entails? She, she knows what I mean. She doesn't care if they kill him. In fact, that would be preferred, I'm sure. These people need to go. We, Like you said earlier, they, we need to ship them over there. Oh, yeah. I say take all over, ship them over to Africa. This is ridiculous. They're at all the airports, all... Yeah, they just said they got... They got these big long tables, you know, free medical legal advice and all that. Now, of course, they're not lawyers; they're just handing out pamphlets with legal advice on it. Uh, but they're saying they're lawyers on the signs. N- no, they didn't say they were lawyers. It says our lawyers. Anyway, the lawyer's not going to go sit at a table and, and hand out pamphlets. Uh, they their their time is much too valuable. That's what the useful idiots are for. The attorney gets the information from them and then meets with their clients if they need to file a class action case. And why they're doing it for free is because... But they're not doing it for free. They're, they're really not. Um, they're not doing it for free. They're not, not charging the refugees. But trust me, they get paid. Uh that rhetoric could put government lawyers defending Trump's order in a tough spot if a federal appeals court were to ask them about it. Either they have to defend the statements that Judge Robart is a so-called judge, which you can't do, or they have to distance themselves, the president, who is their boss. That's not even sense. I know. That's what I said. said. University, I read that to you. University of Pittsburgh law professor Arthur Hellman. What do you mean? Either way, they have—they don't have to defend any statements to the judge. That they have nothing to do with the case. The judge can just suck it up. With legal challenges pending, two prominent Middle Eastern air carriers announced they would assume carrying passengers from the seven affected countries: Qatar Airways and Etihad Airways. National carrier of the United Arab Emirates and U.S. bound travelers from those countries with valid visas would be allowed to board. <laughs> Look at this. This woman's holding up a sign in an airport, which, by the way, why are the airports allowing these people to do this? Because it's actually a safety it's issue. It's amazing. Uh, we Remember that one young man was giving out constitutions? and They, they arrested him. Yeah, he wasn't allowed to do that it. That wasn't a young man. That was our friend Paul Stanton's son. That's a young man. I know. He was handing out constitutions, and they freaking arrest him. This woman, there's there's people all over Oh, I this. see that. They're all in the, the terminal March there. for Muslim lives, black lives, women's lives, LGBT lives. Everything the, except white people. And squirrels she's, lives. Oh, and by the way, they're almost, look at all the white people. She's a white person. Look at all these. The, one, the ones and yelling all, out, she's a Muslim. No, they're wearing, they're wearing hijabs in, in solidarity. She's not wearing a hijab. Is she? No, she, oh, yeah, yes, she is. Yes, they're wearing hijabs in solidarity. I just didn't see the picture clearly. Oh, yeah. 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 Good for them. Yeah. I hope you, now you have to wear it for the rest of your life. How do you think? You like it now? 
All right. She's looking now. They're gonna. She's gonna look at the story about the rodents. <laughs> the cute no. rodents. The, the cute rodent video. No. It oh, says come on, it's right there. How about the puppy dog one? Or, says, or some screaming lib up there. It says an all corn diet may turn hamsters into cannibals. <laughs> okay. How do they know that? Oh, it's just what I want to know. How, how do you know? Because that? they got a grant from our taxpayer dollars to find it out. Wow. That's almost as bad as Johnson and Johnson starting out with getting paid a grant to study human sexuality. I'm trying to look for the free lawyer thingy. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's the lawyer is behind it, but not there. First of all, lawyers wear suits and have nice haircuts and stuff. They don't look like bums because judges don't appreciate bum, bums. See now on this site, USA courtroom. Today, it's Robart. Right, it's Robart. But in one paragraph, they said Robert. I'm like, wait, isn't he the Supreme Supreme Court Justice? Isn't he the the head mucky muck, the Chief Justice? Even though I can't stand his guts. In Egypt, Cairo Airport, an airline official said they have received instructions from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection to suspend President Trump's executive order. How can they do that? How can because, a bureaucracy do that? Because the Tell court, Egypt. Because the court ordered it. But we don't care about the court. It's just you an opinion. No, you don't get it. They were they were not allowed to board the plane. Now they are allowed to board the plane. So what? Are we, That's what happened. Okay, well, then again, I would instruct my bureaucracies to let the plane fly around in the air all over, all over the place. Not have that kind of power, sorry. Those are private airlines. Yeah, the TSA works there, dear. Well, I know. We also subsidize the airport. Thank the airlines, you. so I, I understand we need to get out of that business. Right, and also the aircraft controllers. Well, that should be privatized. That is something that should be private. And it should be controlled. By the way, one airline said they're thinking of kicking the TSA out and having their own private security. They already, there's... It'd be the first major airport to do this. Smaller airports have already done it. Right. There's like 13 airports across the nation. Yeah, but I this is a major, major one. Major one. Yep. And because they're they're incompetent. Well, they, we saw the... They tested them. They test them. And they, they let stuff get through. All the time. All kinds of stuff gets through. Every time they test it, they don't catch it. You know, but then they have the private ones. They have special contests. Yes, they to do. To see who could yep. find everything the fastest. <laughs> yes, they do. And because, and because that they get an incentive monetarily to do a good job, they do perform, way outperform the thousands standing around. The, and the other thing that they are using, the technique, is like what they do in, in Israel. They don't just use... They use Profiling, baby. Oh, yeah. You are profiling. Are you sweating? Are you handshaking? Yep. And you it was look, funny. you look nervous? Michael Savage was saying that when he was in, uh, in Israel, his children were young, yet his daughter was a baby. And they actually looked in her diaper. Okay, did they find something lovely? <laughs> but he, he thought at the time, he said it was really strange, but then he had to think about it. And he thought about it, and he said, these are these people's lives. They're attacked every day. So the, these new uh, private companies are using the techniques. Ha- they have... Um, of course they are. Here's what works, because they are not allowed to fail. Thousands standing around fail every day, every single day. And they get long, great, very good money and benefits. benefits. 
uh, all from doing standing around doing nothing. Obviously, can't do their job because I don't know because they're it's they're like a bureaucracy. They're civil servants. Civil servant employees are the worst, laziest, slow, pain in the neck people I've ever had to deal with, and I was one of them. But as a paramedic in this, in New York City, not I wasn't a bureaucrat, but I had to deal with it anyway. So, look, every time you're happy when Trump does something, you're going to be unhappy because they're going to do something in response. All I keep getting in my inbox from crazy left-wing loons that I pay attention to is resist, 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 resist Trump, resist Trump. And they got all these young, useful idiots going out there repeating it. So everything and everybody's supposed to resist Trump. The Democrats are going to resist Trump. And, of course, they're being sent emails and faxes from moveon.org people. Oh, Soros isn't giving up. Nobody's giving up. Trust me. But I get these things because they're like, oh, we need somebody to to, uh, organize this in Butte, Montana. I'm like, even if I was so inclined, I couldn't do it. My my physical disabilities would not allow me to go and organize such a thing. Just getting up and down the mountain is enough for me. So the government-backed Cutter Airways is one of a few Mideast Airlines operating direct daily flights to multiple American cities. Its U.S. destinations from its Doha hub include New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Miami, and Washington. The executive order has caused chaos within the government. Everything he does, is this is what the writers do. I don't care where they're from. This has caused chaos. There's chaos in the Trump camp. There's chaos. It's all here. Every, every news agency, there's something that's causing chaos. It's not chaos. It's just because you people don't, you've never seen anything like this before. When did Trump... There's no chaos. He doesn't care how many people leave or if they if they quit or if they fire, if he fires them. That's how you weed people out. Not a problem. That's how you run things. Not the way you're used to. Crony capitalism, slap on the back. Everybody's working for the same thing. Uh, no. Nobody in that crowd can stand being with Donald Trump because he's not doing that. He's reversing it. This is causing major problems for Prague bureaucrats. It's painful. They're, they're, they're at home crying and tweeting, Oh, God damn, I hate Trump. He's not my president. I'm like, well, good, then leave, because he's the president of the United States. And if he ain't your president, you need to go someplace else. Look, I never said Clinton wasn't my president. I never said Obama was my president. Not ever. Because he that would be stupid, because he is. That's a fact. I mean, was also, but he was also Caesar, another fact. And other names for him, also factually correct. Anyway, we're going to go to a break. So go out to the radio show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, 
not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194 That's 800-917-2194 Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 
800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Welcome back to the Aguabit Radio Show, our half of two. What? You're never going to get through any of this copy. I'm just telling you, everything's chaos. Anything, something happens in the trumpet business. It's chaos. Oh, my God, it's chaos. You know, before when you did that, you sounded like Krusty the Clown. Did what? The chaos thing. Well, you know, got a lot of different voices. Yeah, Krusty came in. A lot of voices in my head. <laughs> okay, so idiot judge, idiot lawyers, idiot U.S. Border Patrol. Idiot everything. <laughs> All right, the executive order has caused chaos within the government. Oh, chaos. And the court, since it was announced a week ago. Trump fired Sally Yates on Obama's administration holdover who was serving as acting attorney general after she said the Justice Department would not enforce it. Hearings were held Friday in a separate court challenges. I I don't write this stuff. This is what so-called journalism has come to. In separate court challenges across the country. In their arguments to the court, Washington State and Minnesota stand said the temporary ban and the global suspension of the U.S. refugee program significantly harmed residents and effectively mandated discrimination. How did it significantly harm residents? Uh, I'm sorry, I just don't get that. Other than the people making money off the program, which is a which is a very small amount of people per state. So you know, you talk about a handful of people that aren't going to get paid for the refugees that don't come through. That that's the that's the only significant anything that could happen. Why would look? Does it affect you in a negative way? No, in a positive way, right? Most of us are like I don't want these people coming to my country. Muslims are crazy. The whole religion is evil and bat crap crazy. And its whole purpose is to rule the world. You don't let it's more than a religion. You you say, Oh, it's a religion, you gotta you gotta let it take over your country from the inside out. You gotta let it take over the world just because they call it a religion? Really? See, I wish the Bill of Rights were never put into the Constitution. It just confused everybody to no end, including the people that seem to think that is the Constitution. I'm sorry, this is how stupid we are, ignorant we are as a nation. Do man on the street. Anytime you want to do anything. Look, if you live in a main metropolitan area and you do a talk show like this and you're bored, go go take your phone out in the street. There's plenty of material for your show. Ask them just simple questions. Who's the president, the vice president, the secretary, the secretary of war? Yeah, they, there's no such thing. I, I just wanted to check. There should be. Uh, Department of Defense would go back to what it used to be called by our founding fathers, the Department of War. And and the military is for warriors. Not homos, not transgenders, no mentally defective people are supposed to be able to go into the military 
And uh, you could believe all the hype you want. I am telling you, you you bought into a whole pack of lies. The only reason that homosexuality was taken out of the treatment manual for psychiatrists and psychologists was because the the LGBTQ people as just sailed them with threats of violence and disruption to everything they were doing. They're on a retreat, they're on a business thing, you know, they like where they like to have fun. And here, here we go. Here's the crazy lesbians that are jumping all over God. If you don't if you don't take us out of your treatment, Mario, I'm gonna blah 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 I don't know what they did, but there was no scientific evidence that led to them removing it from the treatment manual. It was purely political. Now the pedophiles are trying it. They're doing exactly the same thing that the homosexuals did in exactly the same way. Now, you're going to sit here and buy into they can't help they're born that way. Wrong. Uh, oh, oh, that's because uh, they were born a hermaphrodite and their parents had to decide their gender. Uh, wrong again. Yes, there are hermaphrodites and many of them... Nothing. They, they grow up with two sex organs. They're on the freak show magazines. Anyway, uh, so everybody's understanding of this is skewed. Homosexuals are overwhelmingly mentally broken people. They have serious medical issues that they need to be treated for. But psychiatrists and psychiatrists, they have to say it's not a mental disorder. So they have no treatment, even though there are psychologists that do treat it and have treated it and successfully treated it. Because, of course, there has to be something wrong. God doesn't make mistakes. You either have an XX or an XY. If you have an XY, you're a boy. If you have an XX, you're a girl. That's a fact. Every, that's biology. Everything else is in your head. That's mental. That's psychology. You don't do any of your loved ones or any of your friends any favor by encouraging them to be a homosexual or not selling them. You really need to see, see somebody and talk about your problems because you know They've talked to you about their problems, so you know most of it, some of it at least. But you might they might not have told you about the fact that they were molested when they were a little boy. Which, overwhelmingly, homosexuals were molested when they were children. Again, biology is clear. The confusion is in the mind, and therefore it is psychology. Federal attorneys had argued that, that was a big rabbit hole, uh, our Congress gave the president authority to make decisions on national security and immigrant entry. But in his written order released late Friday, Robart said it's not the court's job to create policy or judge the wisdom of any particular policy promoted by the other two branches, but rather to make sure that an action taken by the executive or legislative branches comports with our country's laws. So, who is this judge? From USA Today, the federal judge who blocked President Trump's immigration ban spent more than 30 years in private practice before taking the bench, giving up a lucrative career that saw him representing breweries, energy companies, and Southeast Asian immigrants. Trump tweeted Saturday morning that he thought U.S. District Senior Judge James Robart's 
temporary restraining order was ridiculous and declared it would be overturned. Robard, who Trump demeaned as a so-called judge, was appointed to the bench by President George W. Bush in 2004 after receiving unanimous support from the U.S. Senate, which should tell you he's a horrible, horrible judge. Robard sits on the federal bench in Seattle, in the crazy left coast, where he last year declared that Black Lives Matter, while hearing a Department of Justice lawsuit against the Seattle Police Department over racial disparities and fatal shootings by police, Robart's friends and colleagues describe him as a community-minded man with a special commitment to the young and vulnerable, having fostered multiple children with his wife. Trump's attack on Robart drew a swift response from U.S. Senators Patrick Leahy, the ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, and who voted for Robart's confirmation. Leahy is a prog, and he's a pretentious one at that. The president's hostility toward the rule of law is not just embarrassing, it is dangerous. He seems intent on precipitating a constitutional crisis, Leahy said in a statement. And now he is attempting to bully and disparage yet another federal judge. This one appointed by a Republican president and confirmed by a Republican Senate for having the audacity to do his job and apply the rule of law. He did not do his job. He did not apply the rule of law. And you are ridiculous. Again, they're trying to make statements you can't refute, but you can. You just have to not fall in the trap of trying to answer, you're, we're better than this, this is un-American kind of stuff. There's no way to get around the, that, that damage that's done by that statement is what it is. And if you touch it and try and fix it, it'll be worse. So just, just take it. Just put that part aside, stick to the facts, debate your facts, Show that show the other person that you know what the heck you're talking about, and that you're correct. Forget about the un-American stuff, whatever other uh, trick along the same line they use, some kind of phrase you can't answer without you know <laughs> getting the wrong response. Anyway, uh, this is going to be a mess, and the executive branch doesn't have to listen to this judge. They have no authority over the executive branch. It is not checks and balances like you've heard. No, and they don't have the right to decide what's constitutional and that. That is not in the Constitution. That was in a decision by, in a a case, Marbury v. Madison. But it was not an amendment to the Constitution. The courts just took power for themselves, as the federal government has been doing for over 100 years now. Rule of law. There was no rule of law if it came out their backside. The minute you say elections have consequences, you know there's no rule of law. Rule of law means no matter who wins, they can't do anything. Doesn't matter if they're in charge. They can't just make up powers for themselves. But we let them do that. Now we have to undo that. And it's going to be a long, painful journey. From KPTV. An up, down... From KPTV, a Portland teen is turning heads across the country, all because of a science experiment that began in his high school classroom. Companies like Intel and universities like MIT are now invested in his findings. With certainty, you'll want to remember his name. My name is Chatanya Karamatkudadu. <laughs> what the heck is that? 
But you can call me Chai. Is that like Chael in a sitcom? Chai. Said the Jesuit high school senior. Jesuits are commies. If you didn't know that. Karamachedu, also pedophiles, has big plans of changing the world. One in eight people do not have access to clean water. It's a crying issue that needs to be addressed, said Karamachedu. He made up his mind to address the matter himself. The best access for water is the sea. So 70% of the planet is covered in water. And almost all of that is the ocean. But the problem is that's salt water, said Karamachedu. Isolating drinkable water from the ocean in a cost-effective way is a problem that stumped scientists for years. Scientists looked at desalination, but it's all still inaccessible to places and it would cost too much to implement on a large scale. So it's a chai. Karamachedu chai figured it out on his own in a high school lab. The real genesis of the idea was realizing that seawater is not fully saturated with salt. Karamachedu chai said. <laughs> yeah. First of all, you know his parent. Well, I saw the picture of him. His parents are here on some kind of a freaking work visa because he's not a Portland student. He's not even probably a freaking citizen. <laughs> That's one of the downs on this. By experimenting with a highly absorbent polymer, the team discovered a cost-effective way to remove salt from the ocean water and turn it into fresh water. It's not bonding with water molecules, it's bonding to the salt, said Garamachiru. Chai! <laughs> You're gonna make me lose it. <laughs> it's his creativity that makes this a big deal. Really? This this is a leap? This is how stupid scientists have become? Yes. Uh, not thinking about binding salt with something? Yes. Uh, uh, wow. Yes. And on top of that, this is how stupid... I'm telling you, this kid is not... A, there's, a, there's no scientists anymore. They're all political hacks that just make lots of money off the taxpayer. This kid, he's super brown. I mean, I I don't know if he came from India or Pakistan, but I know he's not a citizen. Who cares where he came from? You know, you don't know he's not a citizen. You don't know his parents aren't citizens because a lot of immigrants come here. I'm telling you, they're on a work visa. I I don't think so. And you can't tell by looking at him. Anyway, he... Oh, they look like they're here on a a visa. He's... They just look like work visa people. Yeah, I'm going to do that from now on. I don't care. It's called profiling. Get over it. You're brown. You racist bitch. I am. Anyway, look at how much smart... This is why I know that he was did not go through our school system. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, no unless he's homeschooled. I mean, <laughs> homeschooled, right? maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I got I got that call right. But I say I? It was, you know you're allowed to say this, and it's not considered racist. Why is it that Asians are so intelligent and do so well in in school? I can ask that question. Nobody gets offended. Do you notice that? I said it, and nothing happened to you. Nothing bothered you in the back of your head or anything. There was no little eh, like eh, oh that's racist. Eh. You can say anything. Now you ask the question, why is it every place black people go and brown people go, the country's poor. Even when 
the white people gave their country back to the black people, they still live in abject poverty. Okay, but the exception is Pakistan and India. Interestingly enough, uh, this is but we, you got to understand they embrace capitalism, free markets. Free market. Because this name is definitely either Indian or Pakistani. They're not oh, saying it. Oh, Karamachitu? Yeah. Well, it's it's probably Indian, but Pakistan, you don't realize Pakistan and India are in are Indians. Right. They were in the north section, of, and they considered themselves different and yep. the, by the south and the religious differences and blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly the north split from the south. Right. So you, Pakistanis were once Indians. Yep. But now they're not, and if you call them that, they get really ticked off. But again, the point is, they embraced, like you said, free markets, and they have a different work ethic. Oh, yeah. Free markets lifted 200 million Indians out of poverty. East East Indians. Not to be confused with our Indians. But we're going the opposite way. Right, they they embraced free markets and they skyrocketed. And like I said, over 200 million people brought out of poverty. Communism, socialism, blah, 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 has never lifted anybody out of poverty. As a matter of fact, it puts people into poverty. But you see the difference? But free markets, 200 million people but, raised out of the... But, you can't argue with that. Ryan, we're different. We're better. We can do this. Do we what? Can, we can do it. Do what? We can make it work. Make what? It'll wait. Socialism will work underneath us. Yes, it will. No, stop trying to act like a prog. You're no good at it. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, this chai guy. <laughs> but you notice they don't say he's a Pakistani or an Indian. They say he's a Portland student. Right. I, I don't want to hear about his. That if I was, if it was me, would they have to say he's of Irish descent? Really? No, they would say no. a white guy. A it, big white they, guy. They wouldn't even say that. It wouldn't come up, just like it didn't come up here. It's What I hate is when it's a criminal act, and they purposely won't tell us all the information, like if they're a Muslim or not, uh, if they're black or white, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like the airport shooter. That they will tell you if he's white every time. Right, that's what I'm saying. White, 33-year-old, blah, 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 That's what they would say with you. You're a big white guy. Yeah, well, it would be quite that way, but yeah, big white guy. Instead of a big black guy. Uh, no, they would actually say he is a six foot four, 270 pound white male. Right. That's how they would say it. Right. But so I, that when, I read, mean. when I read anything that illegal aliens or Muslims are in, they never indicate that, that that's the case. If you, that thing down in Florida with the shooter there, they keep calling him by his Spanish name. He's a Muslim. He has a Muslim name. He, t- he changed to. Islam. He is not just a Hispanic. They refuse to use his Muslim name. He is a Muslim. Again, another Muslim terrorist act that they're trying to cover up. We have no idea how many they have covered up that we don't even know about. And this is is the FBI. We just did this article last show from Judicial Watch. We don't need... The FBI is useless. Completely useless. Not completely, but we don't Uh, don't need it. We don't need it. (laughs) Uh, we, we need to revamp the whole thing constitutionally, but we have to get back to the Constitution first. Uh, there's there's no constitutional remedy for what's unconstitutional if the remedy isn't enforcing the Constitution, and we're not doing that. The only remedy, therefore, according to our founders, 
all you Convention of States people. Cardinal Founding is education. Not a Convention of States. Not amendments to the Constitution. Mm-mm. Education. Understand your founding documents and what they mean in your history. That's the only way to get back to the Republic. And the founders talked about this. They even said it. It's not something I made up and I'm just sorry. You can look it up yourself. Anyway, where are we going here? Oh, a quote. People have been looking at the problem from one point. How do we break those bonds between salt and the water? Chai came in and thought about it from a completely different angle, said Jesuit high school biology teacher, Dr. Lyra Chamey. Chamey and Chai. (laughs) People were concentrated on the 10% of water that's bonded to the salt in the sea, and no one looked at the 90% that was free. Chai just looked at it and said, if 10% is bonded and 90% is free, then why are we so focused on this 10%? Let's ignore it. Focus on the 90. It's called thinking, critical thinking. We don't teach that anymore. That's what I'm saying. This kid did not go into our schools. Do know that Jesuits teach in foreign countries. Yes, I do. That's why I said that. You taught but, me that. But there, you taught me but that. Anybody, even if you're on the United you'll get a better education through the Jesuits than you would ever get in public school. But you have to trust that they're not still pedophiles. And that they're not still commies, which they are. They they buy into that whole, uh, some uh, you know, black theology and liberation, liberation theology. That's it, liberation theology, which is what where black the, you know, liberation theology is an is an something that broke off of it because it's specifically for black people, not for brown people. Pope Pi was a Jesuit and he believes in that stuff. That's why we always make fun of him because uh, he's a commie. Well, he is. Yeah, Jesuits are Jesuits are. In fact, the ones that were in South America, they were banned from coming back into the United States. That's our own citizens, so Jesuits. We didn't let them come back in the United States because they were so communist. And and now we can't stop refugees from coming into our country? Really? <sighs> it's a breakthrough that's estimated to impact millions of lives if ever implemented at a mass scale. What is compared to current techniques is that it's cheap and accessible to everyone. Everyone can use it, said Chimay. Scientists across the country are taking note. He won a $10,000 award from the U.S. Agency for International Global Development and Intel's International Science Fair and second place at MIT's TechCon conference where he won more money to continue his research. It sounds like he's in a foreign country by all those things cited. What do you think? No, he's in Portland. He's from a Portland high school student. That was the first thing he that they said. He can't be a Portland high school student because he's a, Je- he's, he's a Jesuit. He goes to Jesuit school. In Portland. Read the beginning. I believe that. I'm just saying. And that's the thing that... Look, I, it's all international. International. I know, but it's a U.S. agency. That's why this is a down. We should not be involved in this. No, it's unconstitutional. As is all any money transfer from the national government to anybody. That isn't just somebody building ships for us, etc. You know, making uniforms, that kind of stuff. They were very encouraging. They could see things into it that I couldn't. Because they've been working their whole lives on this, said 
Carmen Machado. I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce Chai to Chael to Chael Chai and Chael. What is that stupid show where Chai is on it? I don't know. Chai. I'm just. I'm Chai. I'm Chai. (laughs) We gotta go to break. It's that Crawford Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. socialists you will be assimilated your individual liberties personal freedoms and mental individuality will be added to our own resistance is futile Dr. King was a real man. You know he was a Republican. Dr. King, a Republican? Democrats passed those black codes and Jim Crow laws. Democrats started the Ku Klux Klan. White hoods and sheets? Democrats fought all civil rights legislation from the 1860s to the 1960s. Democrats released those vicious dogs and fire hoses on blacks. Seriously? And the Dixiecrats remained Democrats and vowed to vote for a yellow dog before a Republican. Republicans freed us from slavery and put our right to vote in the Constitution. What? Republicans started the NAACP, Affirmative Action, and the HBCUs. Sounds like Democrats have been Black. Democrats blocked the minimum wage passed by Republicans, and over $200 billion have been spent on education, health care, and job training since President Bush took office. So Democrats want to keep us poor while voting only Democrats. Democrats want us to accept same-sex marriages, teen abortions without a parent's consent, and suing the Boy Scouts for saying God in their pledge. See, we need to think and vote on our own values. Exactly. Democrats have talked the talk, but the Republicans have walked the walk. Girl, it's time for us to do, do the, the walk. walk. <laughs> you know it, girl. I am officially running for President of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican <laughs> candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. <laughs> There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Mr. Trump will not be President. Trump will never be elected President of the United States. You're not going to be President. A all man right? who will never be President of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be President of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States. She said plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the difference! This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, Your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. You still think she has 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a festivist miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of election night in America. The fight for the presidency. Because we don't care. Oh, okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky, don't no, care we about love you in Kentucky. Indiana. Don't care. Indiana with it's West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote North Dakota and South Dakota, Texas. Uh, up and down the middle of the country, all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. It, it was at 80% an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? 68%. Okay, uh, God damn it, I'm nervous. Oh, hi. 
last time, I'm pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brondo stuff. The Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops? Yes. Water. Like out the toilet? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but, but yeah, that's the idea. But Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Okay, look. The plants aren't growing, so I'm pretty sure that the Brondo's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Oh, well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Hey, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. <laughs> okay, look, you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon, so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brondo's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they use to make Brondo. Yeah, but why did they use them to make Brondo? Because Brondo's got electrolytes. But I have an uncomfortable feeling that this prosperity isn't something on which we can base our hopes for the future. No nation in history has ever survived a tax burden that reached a third of its national income. Today, 37 cents out of every dollar earned in this country is the tax collector's share. And yet our government continues to spend $17 million a day more than the government takes in. We haven't balanced our budget 28 out of the last 34 years. We've raised our debt limit three times in the last 12 months. And now our national debt is one and a half times bigger than all the combined debts of all the nations of the world. We have $15 billion in gold in our treasury. We don't own an ounce. Foreign dollar claims are $27.3 billion. And we've just had announced that the dollar of 1939 will now purchase 45 cents in its total value. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 3. Three. You know what we have failed to do all night? Yes, and the spiel, too. It's not till the bottom of the hour. Oh. Bottom of the last hour. No, this hour. You always do at the bottom of this hour. This is the last hour, hour three. Right, and that's when you always do it. No, I start hour two at the bottom of hour two. No, I yep. do my regular I, I, Nope, I, first hour and a half is mine. <clears throat> and then I start giving it out at the bottom of the hour of the second. And you could just listen to the last show and you don't have to give me any grief I about will. it. Because that's just the way it is. Reality's a bitch. Down. So you're not not even do- through the ups and downs. <laughs> you're not even going to do that. Why? You know, you don't want to call, right? Nobody wants to call the show. They don't, <laughs> They just want to listen to this. You know what? I've been doing this for over 10 years. If, when I had opportunities, nobody ever called. Occasionally. Rarely someone would call. And then it would always be, oh, I love your show. It's great. I just want to tell you you're doing a great job. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ugh. <clears throat> You could email me that, okay? <laughs> just, we could do a, a Google Hangout chat or something, but uh, you don't have to call the show for that. But if you want to debate any topic, uh, my opinion on any topic, if you want to add something to the show you think I, I missed and need, needs to be put in here, 
Well, then give the show a call. It's 406-565-4189. 406-565-4189. There. It's art. Anyway, your last chance, last hour. Again, back to the down from Fox News. Some patrons of Hooters may enjoy the scantily clad female servers more than the food, but the brand is banking on its world-famous wings to carry a new restaurant concept. I got to tell you, I, I, I love the Hooters wings. They're, they're really good. Uh, I did go there for their hot wings because there's no other place where in Florida when I was there that made good hot wings. But it didn't hurt that there were scantily glad, good-looking young girls all around. Yeah, but we watched one of the... When I was reading this, I was remembering we watched um, Undercover Boss. Yep. And remember, he's putting up a chain, too, in the same vein. And when he went in there and he found that a couple of girls weren't dressing the way he wanted them to dress, he was like, yeah, no, you're not here anymore. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> because that was his brand. And I forget the name of good. the franchise. Good, you're supposed to. Maybe they might even have changed the name. Anyway, Hooters, the delightfully tacky yet unrefined chain. Hey, come on. You go to Hooters, you go, I want hot wings. I want them extra hot and wet. That that's their best wing. That's a, those are real wings. And, the way they start out, real buffalo wings and pitchers of beer. Oh yeah, well you got a beer with hot wings. What are you crazy? But really, I didn't care who was who would bring me my wings and beer. But it is a bonus when it's a beautiful, scantily clad girl. Do you remember those homos trying to sell uh, sue Hooto, uh, Hooters? Yes, you know, the guys that wanted to be waiter, waiters at Hooters. Yeah. Uh, you don't have any Hooters. <laughs> it's pretty simple. It's like, I don't know what my gender is. Well, get a blood test. It's You're either XX or XY. If it's XY, you're a boy. This is pretty simple. This is bi- biology. That's it. That's biology. Oh, but genes, that's biology. That's it. There's no tweaking. No. And they claim to find the the homosexual gene last year, I think it was. And I'm like, I'm skeptical of this article. And all of a sudden it disappeared. You never heard about it again. There's no gene. It's all in your mind. Well, it's either biology or it's in your head. You know, it's, and it's not biology. Anyway, where, where am I on this? Uh, We're talking about Hooters, right? Uh, Hooters are delightfully tacky chain planning to launch its first ever fast casual location, an eatery it's calling Hoots, a Hooters joint in Cicero, Illinois, set to open in mid-February. Hoots will offer guests an abridged menu of the chain's most popular appetizers and entrees like chicken wings, fries, and crab's legs, reports Nation. Nation's Restaurant News. Instead of a table service, patrons will order from a counter, pick it up themselves. Another big difference between Hooters and Hoots, Hoots is doing away with the Hooter girls in favor of both male and female team members who will mostly assist with taking orders. A big mistake. Get rid of the Hooter girls. Is That's the drawer, man. Not only that, 
They're going to be taking orders at the table, but then you have to go up and get them yourself. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell is that? No, they're just they no. They have to go up to the counter to order. It's it's like many places you've been. You go up to the counter, you order. You go sit down. You get a number, and then they call your number, and you go back and pick it up. Right? No big deal. But I don't like it. Don't it? Don't get rid of the eye candy. I mean, that's that's what beats out your competition. I I don't foresee hoots doing as well as they think it's going to do, but we shall see. Um. Amid stiff competition from faster service eateries like Chipotle and Panera Bread, industry experts say it should come as no surprise that Hooters wants to spread its wings. According to Technomic Breastaurants, like Hooters, (laughs) Twin Peaks, and Tilted Kilt have been outperforming similar dining establishments like Olive Garden and TGI Fridays in the past few years. The fast casual business model has also seen a surge in popularity. This has to do with the damn millennials. I'm sorry. No, it doesn't. What the heck is banana bread? I don't know. <laughs> I know what Chipotle's are, but what the hell is banana bread? Uh, I, uh, I have no idea. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. It's just bread. You don't have to be afraid of bread. <laughs> I'm, afraid of, I'm afraid of pog bread. It should, might, it, you you know, should be afraid of progs because know, if they were judged, we'd all be starving to death. I just, I don't like prog bread. Oh no, they give us everything. We'd all be starving, we, all of us. <laughs> we all go down with the ship. What's that, say? What's that song? The log rolls over. We'll all be dead. <laughs> That's the prog model. It's a logical extension of the brand. It will provide more people with more opportunities. To enjoy our world-famous wings, Terry Marks, CEO of Hooters America, said in a statement, We have a lot to learn, but we are excited about the potential. Now, the biggest thing that's that out here... I like their hottest wings. Hot, the, wet, yum, the newest oh, thing, bah, barbie, oh, the, the newest thing out west, because we don't have wings, any of, we don't have any of the same uh, restaurants or merchandise or food at all in the, like the rest of the country for some god some of them like perkins we got perkins well the new thing out here is buffalo wings wild buffalo wings yeah but they don't know what they don't know buffalo wings are last time i ordered buffalo wings with somebody was, i actually brought you home a it was batch dry of them. there are no dry buffalo wings i actually we, i went there the sauce I, is wet i bought some Not dry, of them no breading and i brought them back to you you to try yeah, it. no, thank you. I don't care. Well, they they're, they're spicy. They're like, it's like breaded fried chicken. That's not what I want. I want sauce. I want buffalo wing sauce. That's what I want. You get that at Hooters. We don't have a Hooters. We don't have hardly any of the restaurants. That it's okay. Have. Nobody around here knows what flavor is anyway. <laughs> Honest to God, it's weird. It's weird. There's just they, there's no concept of flavor. They eat the blandest nonsense, and I'm sitting. I'm just like, wow! I well, eat the yeah. same thing. I remember sitting at the table with two two old timers uh, from from the uh, uh, the shooting range. We went to we went to lunch, and uh, we just ordered potato soup. It was special, and I took a taste of it, and I was like, ooh, okay, salt. Lots of pepper, black pepper, garlic. Yes, for garlic powder. No, I no, didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, and I was, and I, the, I called the waitress over. You would, by any chance, 
have any lemons, would you? And they're like, yeah, we have some. Can I get a wedge of lemon, please? And she's like, okay. And all of a sudden, Bill Cole, my, my, one of the old timers next to me, goes, yeah, I'll have, I'll have, I'll have a wedge of lime, a lemon too. And I'm watching him, and he, he's just mimicking everything. I put the salt in, he's putting the salt in. He's putting pepper in, I'm putting pepper in, he's putting pepper in. I want lime, lemon, he wants lemon. But you know what? He was smart. Because he was he was curious. I, it was make that much of a difference, and he was like, "That made that made that soup so good." I'm like, "Yeah, it's called flavor." Well, Brian, in all fairness, you know, we're from I, right, it came New from York. a place with flavor, <laughs> where food had flavor. And by the time I left, by the way, that food was starting to lose flavor. Uh, even in New York. So I hear people from New York going, oh, don't you miss the food? No, because when I left, all the takeout food was turning into crap. Even pizza, I'd have to I'd have to travel 20 minutes to find a pizza place that made a decent pie. Yes, and we called them pizzerias, too. Or pizza parlors. Well, there was one in every community. <laughs> it was like, great. There was pizza parlors everywhere when I grew up. Near the end when I left, not so much a lot of them went out of business. You know, I, when I grew up, nobody would go to Pizza Hut. Uh, nobody. Nobody I knew went to Pizza Hut. Nobody would. Why would you go to Pizza Hut? They had crappy pizza. It's much better to go order a pie and bring it home, you know. And back then, they didn't even have delivery. You had to go pick it up. I don't care. As long as it's a good pizza, I'll go pick it up. Uh, but I miss that. You know, that was even going downhill as, as I, I guess, competition and chains and prices changed. It was, it was, it was pretty much the pizza parlors trying to buy the cheapest everything. They, they wouldn't make the, anything anymore for themselves. So they bought it, but then it, everything changed in the, in the sauce that they were buying. The cheaper sauce, garbage. But you had three levels of sauce, three levels of cheese. So they always chose the cheapest. And when you did that, it was all over. Because what, what makes a pizza great is the ingredients. Every ingredient has to be the best it can be, or the pizza will not be good. Okay. We, we are a sum of our whole. So, what's up with our schools? I get to play. You have something for what's up with our schools? I do. Oh, I know who you got. You got a tampon lady. The gift that keeps on giving. Hit the button. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because we've always had kind of a private notion of children. Your kid is yours and totally your responsibility. We haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. Once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households, then we start making better investments. I love the birds in the background because she's like, with the old cuckoo, car- cuckoo, yeah. cuckoo, <laughs> the, old, the old cartoon when you get hit in the head and the birds tweet around your head. No, she's cuckoo. That's her permanently. <laughs> she's got birds bird around brain. her. Yes. She's a bird brain. I, that's, a, that's a horrible thing to say. But I think birds are pretty smart. They are. My chickens are smart. I can even teach them stuff. And the birds, the, the uh, whiskey jacks are smarter, smarter than that. They're not afraid. They're just not afraid of humans at all. They just whiskey. I just come in and you got food. 
Where's I'm the here. food? I'm here. Where's the food? Yeah, they're uh, they're welfare birds. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> they come in and eat my chicken food. I let them. What am I going to do? Kill them? They eat bugs. Right, which we don't have a big problem with around here. Well, now that I now that I cleared up some problems that we're here, we got there. Uh, got rid of the swamp. We drained the swamp, just like they want to do in D.C. We drained the swamp. All right, so what's up with our schools? Tampon lady would go, well, I, well because we're not all invested in everybody else's children, and we're not from KVTV, the Wyoming House of Representatives passed a bill that would allow those with a concealed and carry permit, it's not end carry, it's concealed carry permit, over the age of 21 on the state's college campuses. Yay. The bill, you got yays over there. Okay, well, I got this first. You always got to figure out, you know, you haven't even played with those things. Okay, but I got to do this one. Yes, that was good. <laughs> and then we can cheer. That's a long cheer. You need a sports cheer. Play the first cheer. That's good. Oh. <laughs> but the first one's three seconds shorter. <laughs> We're good. And well, that other one over there is only three seconds. What's that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, person. <laughs> I didn't have my ear thing in. What is it? I have no idea. You didn't listen to it? No. Play it again. Play it again. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a lame laugh. Prague. <laughs> <laughs> I just let him know. <laughs> I have no idea what the spy one does. It's a spy sound. <laughs> uh, I, we've never, there's all these buttons that came with it, the, the program we use for Springer. And uh, we, we never, we haven't played around with them, so we don't know what the heck they do. And someone still didn't put anything in the chat room. Back to Wyoming. The bill also would remove restrictions on where you can take a gun, assuming you have a concealed weapons permit. I, I just don't, you know, I'm one of these guys that don't like all these concealed carry permit stuff because I don't want to sign my rights away. You watch, read the fine print what you're signing when you get a concealed weapons permit. You're signing your rights away, your your constitutional rights away. It's just something I'm uncomfortable with doing. I did it for a while, then it dawned on me what I was doing, and I was like, I don't think I'll do this anymore. It's an open carry stayed in here i'll just carry open right and i do and i have for oh geez about eight years now yeah and i can carry concealed because it's part of the law oh yeah women can yep. have them in pocketbooks for instance yep. but also men can have briefcases or stuff like or even a fanny pack here they said that counts as a as like a briefcase fanny pack same thing yep so there's there's ways to do whatever you want, really. Uh, but then there's always the places you're not supposed to go, like the post office, the bank. It says no guns, no weapons of any kind. Uh, the VA, I could go on. All these gun-free zones. I feel very uncomfortable in gun-free zones. 
So I'm not free. Th uh, think about it. Anyway, this bill passed a on a vote of 47 to 13. You know, I, I thought about moving to Wyoming when I chose where I am now. Uh, but they didn't have anything like the land I got here, there. It's mostly flatland in Wyoming, you know. And every place has a problem with something called water. Like, there is none. Oh, yeah, a lot of those places, be careful. Oh, I can get I can get, I can get 200 acres for five bucks. <laughs> I, I'm exaggerating. But what, the, what they're not telling you is, yeah, there's, you're going to have to be hauling water in because there ain't no water. The bill states that no person with a concealed weapon will be allowed to carry a concealed firearm into private property where the owner of the property or the owner's representative provides notice by written or oral communication that the person is carrying a concealed weapon is forbidden on the property. See, this is what I'm talking about. Government gets involved in our unalienable rights. This is, this is the nonsense everybody thinks is a good idea. Uh, well, I got to announce myself to the owner when I walk in the door? And if he has a thing that says you're not allowed to have guns in my store, that's an enforceable thing. That's a that's a proprietor's decision. It has nothing to do with law. Now they're going to make it. You do that. It's going to be a violation of the law. You go to jail. See, they're always finding ways, turning something that is positive into something they're going to screw us with. That's why I'm always with this. Stop with the nonsense and legislation. A rubber band around the wrist. Every time you think there ought to be a law, son, nap. And make sure it's a nice thick one so you can get a good snap with a good sting. I guarantee you, after a while, you'll stop thinking that. We have two, We have laws on the books that need to be burnt. Overwhelming majority. Two-thirds of all laws are unconstitutional and have to go in the pile. Do you understand the, the, just, the ramifications of this? This is like, oh, if I put a sign up, don't bring firearms in here, no loaded firearms in here, then you can't. Well, I won't go to your store, but I'm sure as heck not vote for that law because I, it, last time I checked, my right to keep and bear arms was an inalienable right, not in, unalienable right, which means it cannot be given away and it cannot be taken away without coercive force. And they're now providing the coercive force. Do you see that? A guy says that is all you can ignore him. No one knows you're carrying a gun if you if you know what you're doing. You carry, you know you've been carrying for a while. Uh, nobody knows you're carrying a gun. So sign is like, yep, yeah, I don't care. I got to go buy some uh, whatever. <laughs> go to start. You go to start. You do it. But now they're saying if you do that, it's a violation of the law. So now every proprietor has the power. To make law. What state constitution allows for this? I just want to read that one. That must be the wacky land constitution. I, I just don't know. Anyway, uh, I, I hate gun-free zones. It's just a place you go get shot. HB 194 named the School Safety and Security Act was also passed by the House on Wednesday. The bill would allow possession of firearms by school district employees on school property giving rulemaking authority to school districts. Here we go again. Authority. We keep giving 
authority that we don't have to other people. The bill would allow possession of firearms by school district employees. In order to carry the weapon, the employee would be required to hold a conceal and carry license. What is this conceal and carry license? What, what weird state has this verbiage? It's concealed carry permit, concealed weapons permit, whatever you want to say. But conceal and carry? It kind of goes hand in hand, doesn't it? The bill passed by a vote of 46 to 14. The law would not authorize students of the school district to carry a firearm concealed or otherwise into any school facility. The bill is attempting to address security concerns for small schools in rural areas away from law enforcement. The bill offered a, oh yeah, because cops get there before it happens every time, right? No, they come later, draw a chalk mark around your body, and try and figure out who did it. The bill offered a listing of things required before employees are allowed to carry on campus. This included the need for the school district to adopt rules and regulations that allow possession requiring any person carrying the firearm to do so on their person at all times or to put the gun in a biometric container or lockbox within the direct control of the individual at all times. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> why would you, wow. what why a, would you bother? What a lot of bureaucratic gobbledygook. Why would you even? It's more trouble They get to make rules you can carry, but then you got to put it in a biometric lockbox. The hell? This is like, what the hell? I'm just saying. The bill requires super. Really? Can I just jump ahead? Because yes, go something, ahead. I mean, we're just. I'm just going to keep repeating myself. Idiots! 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 From the Communist News Network. The Senate voted to advance President Donald Trump's Education Secretary nominee, Betsy Davos. Did you hear that, MoveOn.org? You had a whole campaign to make sure she would never get nominated. You lose again. I love when the Daily Coast people lose. It makes me happy. That's why I played Never Trump. And we'll do so on every show. Never Trumpers cracked me up. It's like, oh, you pick at everything. They might as well be uh, a left-wing progressive. They put, bring up all the points that they made. They pick you in little nonsense things and just miss the whole macro goodness that's going on because never Trump is what they mean. They're never going to accept that anything he does is good ever. Wow. You guys really screwed yourself on this one. I am so happy every day when I think about and watch the news and do this because I know every time I read, Donald Trump's doing something else I love. I'm happy. You never Trump people are miserable all the time. You, no one has to punish. You're punishing yourself. It's, it's just, it's sad, really. You just should let it go. It's fabulous. Give him a break. Let's see how it works out. How could it be any worse than the pre other presidents we've had since Ronald Reagan? How could it get worse? And so just give it up. Take deep breaths. No one's claiming he's the super conservative president. Never did. So everything you point out is stupid because I don't expect him to be perfectly conservative. Just saying. Deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. Oh, come on. Oh, let it out. Isn't that great? Doesn't that feel wonderful? Goodwill.
Come back after this commercial break. This is Jeff Carlisi from the band 38 Special. Let us never forget that police lives matter. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Okay, so you're asking yourself, I'm listening to this great show, the Uncooperative Radio Show. Where can I listen to it live? Well, you can listen and download all our shows for free at uncooperativeradio.com. At uncooperativeradio.com. On Friday night and Saturday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Saturday and Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, if you want to catch the live show. You can, again, go there and download all our shows for free, as well as there's two other shows there. There's my, the, my old project, the Patriots Pub, up there. You can get a great education there on the Constitution, the founding of this nation. And then there's the Women of the Revolution, another historical show, but from a women's perspective. you got everything one-stop shopping at uncooperativeradio.com, so I don't know why you're not there. Oh, they, they have apps. Just go to the bottom, bottom, bottom of the page, and that's where you find the, the way to get apps for any of your devices for free. Also, interact with the show. You can come in, you can come in and hit the chat room. You can interact that way. You can call the show. However, also you can hear our show on iHeartRadio, iTunes, TalkShoe, Podbean, Blueberry, Yabba Dabba Doo. If we're not there, ask us ask us to put it there or ask the person who runs the station, depend on what they're doing, the site, how you would request shows being added. If it's not there, do that. I, I, it's so many places. I don't even know where it is, okay? It's just 10 years ago, I was putting it everywhere I could put it up. So it's a bit, you, you might be surprised where you find it. Okay, so we are also rebroadcasted on redstatetalkradio.com. That's 24 7 streaming conservative talk radio. Two studios. You have the Prime Studio and you have the Encore Studio. That's two different shows t- to choose from every hour, every, every, every time. You've got two choices, 24-7. How can you go wrong with that? Anyway, while you're over there, don't forget to check out the free, very professionally well done newsletter from, again, redstatetalkradio.com. 
because it's free and it's good. And if you don't like it, you just unsubscribe and we won't even know. So can't lose. Through RedStateTalkRadio.com, you can hear us on TuneIn, TalkStream Live, the Roku. And if you're going to listen to us over there, we're on the Encore channel. Again, it's 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday and Sunday at RedStateTalkRadio.com. 10 p.m. Saturday and Sunday, RedStateTalkRadio.com on the Encore channel. And if you don't have data, you're like, I can't afford to listen to it because I don't need data and I blah, blah, blah. I get that. I suffer from it every day. Here's a phone number you can call. No charge, no data needed. Just a regular phone call. Uh, your own, you know, charges. Who doesn't have long distance anymore? Unlimited long distance. Anyway, 605-562-4221. 605-562-4221. That's if you want to go over to the Encore channel. Well, you can listen to anybody on the Encore channel with that number. But that's the number if you're at Red State Talk Radio to come at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday or Sunday. Okay, uh, commercials. You might hear these commercials we have. We try and pick ones we think you'll like, and we don't get paid for airing them. The only way we get paid is if you're interested in it, that you call the number in the ad. If you don't call the number in the ad, we won't get paid. It's that simple. If you find it on your own, we won't get paid. The ad agency won't get paid. That's not good. But I'm not asking you to just go over there and fake it so I get some money. If you're really interested in the product, please do call the number in the commercials. Thank you very much. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me 
never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, Ed, welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Our half of three. Okay, this is your last chance to call the show. I'm not begging you to call the show. I don't need you to call the show. Don't feel that way if you really want to call the show. 406-565-4189. Okay, then. Where, where were we? Betsy Davos. Uh, Secretary nominee Betsy Davos to final confirmation vote, which is expected Monday. The vote was 52 to 48 along party lines. Senators convened at the usual early hour, 6.30 a.m. Eastern Time, because of... I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I have no clue. Well, we'll never know. I know. Democrat stalling tactics that reflect their unhappiness with Trump's cabinet picks and the overall confirmation process. That's why. Because of Democrat stalling tactics. That's why they were there at six thirty a.m. No, that's it's their unusual early hour. <laughs> uh, that's why they're there because of oh, it doesn't say. Davos has come under fire from Democrats and two key Republicans for her positions on public and charter schools, as well as statements made during her confirmation hearing last month. You got to be kidding me. She's for school choice, so she's not she's not the person for the job. Uh, Maine, enough. I'd rather you put Democrats in, in there than those two witches. It's embarrassing. They're not Republicans. They're not conservative. They're left-wing lunatic chicks is what they are. I called them chicks, I did. That's pro- that would be a compliment because they're really hags. Anyway. You're right. I shouldn't have done that. that was, they're hags. I'm sorry. Hags. Hags. Despite losing support from so-called Republican senators, Susan Collins of Maine and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, Alaskans really are embarrassing. They're just, it's Anchorage, I know. Do you know? I get it. She is expected to be confirmed Monday with the help of Vice President Mike Pence, he will be in the chamber to break an expected 50-50 tie. Collins and Murkowski, who both have said they intend to vote against Davos, final confirmation. It's not a conformation, it's a confirmation. 
there's a difference. Voted to end the debate and advance her confirmation as expected. In an impassioned show of opposition, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, ah, Chucky T. Schumer, the weasel, implored other senators to look into their conscience over the weekend and reconsider their support of Davos, saying she's one of the most one of the worst nominees that has ever been brought before the Senate. Are you kidding me? Not even close. Your your candidates were. Sometimes loyalty to a new president demands a bit too much, he said. With this nominee, it does. They're his cabinet. They have to be on board with his agenda. And this is political theater. Are you enjoying the circus in bread? Following the vote, Senator Patty Murray, a Democrat, Democrat, from Washington State, the left coast, and the ranking member on the education committee that held a hearing on Davos' nomination, took to the Senate floor to deliver a 25-minute speech blasting the nominee, a Michiganistan billionaire, not only on her positions, but over questions about her finances and conflicts of interest. That's the new thing. Conflicts of it. You can't have investments. You can't make money. You can't. You can't have a life outside of the White House. It's, it's nonsense. Republican Senator Lamar Alexander, the chairman of the Education Committee, also appeared on the floor to defend Davos, citing her work in the conservative education reform movement over the years. I'm pleased to support her, he said, adding that he looks forward to the final vote on her nomination early next week. In an interview with Communist News Network after the vote, Senator John Cornyn of Texas, the number two Republican in the Senate, said the Democrats' concerns weren't particularly fair and argued that their ties to teachers' unions are influencing them politically. If people think our public education system is perfect, then I guess they don't think we need to have any changes or any choices for students and their families, he said. I certainly think we do. Well, bravo, Cornyn. Sometimes I I agree with you. Look, they're not any real good candidate that Democrats are going to fight. They don't want they don't want conservatives in charge. You get it? They want progs in charge. They want them to nominate progs to so they can be happy to continue the usual trend of taking us to serfdom. Donald Trump is not part of these elite progs, and he doesn't want to do that. He has no vested interest in doing that, so he's, and he's not going to do that. As a matter of fact, he's going to dismantle all of it. All of it anything he can get away with, he's going to dismantle. Anything that he can, he will. What more can you ask? From the Washington Times, an investigation is underway at an East Texas high school after dozens of students reportedly gave a Nazi salute and shouted, Heil Hitler! and Heil Trump! as they posed for senior class photos Tuesday. Cypress Ranch High School principal Bob Hull acknowledged the incident in a letter to parents with Nesday after images of the stunt were shared across social media and obtained by local news outlets. This letter is to make you aware of a situation that occurred on our campus today while our senior class was taking a large group panoramic picture. 
Several of our students made the poor choice of displaying inappropriate gestures during this time. Unfortunately, many of these images have been shared on social media. This is extremely disappointing, as this is not an accurate representation of our student body, Mr. Hull wrote in a letter published online by Houston KPRC Channel 2. We are currently conducting an investigation, and those implicated will be punished according to the Student Code of Conduct, he added. We ask that you talk to our students regarding the posting and sharing of negative social media as this perpetuates a false image of Cy Ranch High School. As many as 70 students gave a supposed Nazi salute while shouting Heil Hitler and Heil Trump during Tuesday's photo shoot, according to an unidentified student who spoke via email to KPRC. Most people think it was just kids joking around, but in the current political climate and the fact these kids are seniors in high school is beyond unacceptable, the student said. Well, you know what? I'm not a fan of it, but what happened to free speech? It's okay to say brown power. It's okay to say black power. Put your fist up, right? But you can't do that. White people can't put their fists up. White power, see? Also, white power, you can't do that. White people can't do anything. You, you can do whatever you want. We can't do it. Well, you know what? We are going to do it. And I can do it all you want. I don't care. I have nothing wrong with the statement of white power to combat all the nonsense, brown power, black power. What do you think of that? Women power, vagina power, whatever. All right. Did you know this? From Fox News. In 1941, Ken Adderholt's grandfather built a single-story brick house along the banks of the Red River a shallow and serene waterway serving as the boundary between Texas and Oklahoma, where the Anderholtz have farmed wheat and raised cattle for generations. Federal government is now claiming the land the house sits on is public. It declared hundreds of thousands of acres of private land along the 116-mile stretch of river that Oklahoma and Texas share as government property. The Sandy River has eroded and shifted up to two miles in some places over the last hundred years, and dry land where the river once flowed belongs to the government, according to the Bureau of Land Management. The government, meanwhile, says its motive is not to force property owners from the land. <laughs> They're funny. The Red River has served as a critical dividing line for centuries. It was the boundary between Spain and the United States before it divided Texas and the U.S., and later Oklahoma and Texas. Ownership of the river bottom is more complex. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled in 1923 that the northern half of the river bottom was Oklahoma's, and the southern half belonged to the government. In 2007, during the Bush administration, officials from the Bureau of Land Management began surveying the river bottom to, to define Indian lands. Pat Kanan of Clay County, who lives with his family on 2,000 acres abutting the river, said he allowed government surveyors onto his land in 2008. That was a mistake. They told us they had been hired by the Bureau of Indian Affairs to look for old Indian allotments, Kanan said of the government surveyors. What happened next stunned Kanan and those whose family settled on the land in 1963. Following their interpretation of the gradient boundary survey method, the BLM extended what it believes to be part of the riverbed, 
setting the boundary line more than a mile onto dry land into Texas. The move affects an estimated 30,000 acres of federal land potentially coinciding with private land, according to the government. But lawyers for the landowners claim it impacts some 90,000 acres. Canyon said one day in 2008, he discovered a government monument in the middle of his pasture, identifying the Texas-Oklahoma border. Based on the markers, the government claims roughly 1,400 of the 2,000 acres he has owned and paid taxes on for decades, he said. Again, Brian. The government's not, the national government is not no. allowed to own land. Right. Except in those five square miles, in the part, you know, Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia. That is it. That's it. The only other things they're allowed to do is forts. Uh, Ma- uh, magazines, magazines and, and need- other needful buildings, buildings. Not, not land. land. Yummy beer. But the courts are idiots, and the states no, are the idiots. No, the courts are criminal. And the, the states, states are idiots. States are idiots, and they're also criminal. This is not, this is a state's lands. Yeah, all of the federal land should go back to the state. Sorry if you, oh, you save it for you, preserve it. Don't preserve no. it. Well, we'll conserve it. Well, we do put good land stewardship, but we're going to use the timber. We're going to we're going to dig out the minerals. What whatever it could take, my drilling for natural gas or oil. Everything on those lands owned that will be and properly owned by the states, not the national government. And we will work together with another state to figure it out. Figure what out? Boundaries, all that crap. Texas isn't the one making the problem. The federal government is. I know. That's what I'm saying. Texas and Oklahoma could have this all figured out. It already is. They just, the river is the is the dividing line. It doesn't matter where it shifted. That's what they've decided. It's our belief that it's private property, Canaan, a petroleum engineer and Texas game warden, told Fox News. That land was originally deeded by the state of Texas to the landowners. There's never been any disagreement between the state of Texas and Oklahoma over who owns it, he said. See, told you. In 2015, Canaan and other landowners, as well as the three Texas counties affected, Wichita, Clay, and Will Barger, filed suit against the Bureau of Land Management and the Department of the Interior. The United States' ownership of property is limited to bottom half of the sandy riverbed outside of Texas, the lawsuit states. Nonetheless, BLM asserts that its boundary extends well past the riverbed into Texas and in some instances more than a mile outside of its lawful territory. BLM doesn't own crap. They do, but they shouldn't. In doing so, BLM has seized private property, infringed upon the sovereignty of the local county governments, and interfered with the law enforcement's ability to discharge its duties arising under Texas law. Robert Henneke, a lawyer from the Texas Public Policy Foundation, who represents the landowners, told Fox News there have been no productive talks in terms of a settlement, and said a trial is set for July in federal court in Wichita Falls. There is no word on whether the Trump administration will intervene. Without exaggeration, this is the Bureau of Land Management taking people's homes, Henneke said. 
in addition to the federal government unlawfully claiming title to private property owned by Texas families living along the Red River, BLM's actions violate the landowners' Fourth Amendment rights to be free of unreasonable seizure of their property, he said. Texas lawmakers like Senator John Cornyn and Representative Mac Thornberry, both Republicans, have sided with the landowners in the dispute. The two introduced a bill before Congress last month in an attempt to resolve the matter. With a long overdue survey of the land in question, this bill can finally end the baseless claims the federal government has made over privately owned property along the Red River, Cornyn said in a statement January 10. Texas families have lived along the river for generations, deserve to know that they're protected from the federal land grab, and this bill is a critical step towards providing these folks certainty. The Constitution does. Why don't you read it? Yeah, not only that, this is why we need to get our states back. The governor just stands up and goes, no, I'm sending my deputies down, my Texas Rangers, and um, at gunpoint, you will be leaving the the state, the great state of Texas. Actually, you just go, you will leave one way or the other. I suggest you choose one way. Okay, scroll down because I want... This is all about the stupid natives that are so... Indians? So idiot. Yeah. Uh, they're not natives, they're Indians. I can't stand people changing their freaking levels. Okay, because um, I want you to say what... Uh, Sorry about that. That's okay. The, I want you to say what the BLM is telling them, that they're not going to take their home. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. It's right there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, go back up one more. I know. Let's see. BLM have tried to make clear they have no intent to force do that one because this is well. This is, what I was intending to do before you interrupted me. BLM officials say they have tried to make clear they have no intent to force current landowners from their properties. Instead, the government says landowners can purchase land belonging to the U.S. <laughs> if it coincides with their deed. The landowners say they shouldn't have to buy back property they believe they've rightfully owned and diligently paid taxes on for decades. And their attorneys say the government has never made such a proposal. The U.S. Supreme Court case is clear in that it establishes the boundary of federal territory at the south bank of the Red River, Hennigy said. Beyond that is my client's private property, and it is outrageous for the government to suggest they should have to buy back what they already own. Another way for the fe- f- the uh, national government to make money. They're running around trying to find ways. Yeah, that LCWF fund. You got to contact your elected cockroaches. No, no, no to funding the LCWF. Remember, just it's it's land, county, water, found. I don't know. I can't remember what the thing's called. But basically, it's funding the what through the funding they could take over people's property that have any like wetlands on their property. Uh, they could just decide to take their property if, and you just give them whatever they want. It's, it's just, it, it's just really bad. It's used to run people off their properties, and that's all what it's been used for from the beginning. And that's why the people in California are fighting it because they're the ones that they've unleashed it upon. It's sad stories out there, uh, and the government just doesn't give a rat's behind. And again, the government is made up of our fellow citizens, Brian. Right. And they don't care. But they don't understand their public service. They think they're above us now. <laughs> they don't think they're below us where they rightfully belong. You're a servant to the public. We don't serve you. From the Hill. 
front? Really? <laughs> Democrats may be on the verge of re- reaping the bitter harvest of the seed sowed in November 2013. The then majority deep. Oh, can't finish it. Sorry, folks. Check out the links when Susan puts them up. This has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out here. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.